Welcome, everyone. Um, if you've been with us here in Zoom, you've kind of heard the lay of the land already, but we'll go through it really quickly again for everyone who is uh, listening to us on uh, ACB Media and anywhere else that we might be connected. And uh, so thank you for coming this evening. Um, our uh, agenda, first of all, let me go through what uh, we expect to accomplish this evening. And um, and it uh, should be an interesting, interesting evening. Um, we will be starting with the Constitution and Bylaw Amendments. Uh, John McCann is here as chair of the Constitution Bylaws Committee, and he'll be uh, presenting two amendments this evening. Uh, we've had a technical problem, and we won't be able to play the Spanish file this evening. I'm sure we'll be able to play it when we uh, play these again in convention on the 5th, but we um, can't play the Spanish version tonight. So it will be live translated in the Spanish channel. Um, because they are translating at just a slight delay, there will be a few minutes of silence at the end of the uh, English version to allow the Spanish version to catch uh, live translation to catch up with us. So, um, so I'm going to like pause about 10 seconds there. So just so you don't think we left, that's the situation. So we're going to um, be starting with the Constitution and bylaws. We will take questions and we will um, uh, take debate for those. There will not be voting. We will be voting on those on July 5th as a record vote as required. So um, that will take care of that. Um, how we will be handling the process tonight to try to make it um, a little quicker if we can. Um, there's just no way that this will ever be as fast as it is when it is in person, but it we are doing everything we can to try to work that out. So um, when we call for questions, uh, then um, uh, Sheila will begin immediately to take your hands and unmute some of you, and she'll just kind of follow along and, and keep up with us, and we will um, either take your, John will take your question, or if it's not that, we will um, deal with that. Uh, during the uh, Constitution and Bylaws portion, um, Nancy Becker um, will be uh monitoring the um, the uh, Q&A. So if you are using that, I think that has helped us. And I it was very great last night. I really appreciate that people uh, did not use it uh, for, for chatting. And um, as much as I love talking to you, it just wasn't very workable. So um, it, that worked really well last night. And thank you so much for that. And we'll use it again tonight. So we will take the questions and then when we do the um, the pros and cons, we will ab try to really hold to what we said. I, I think things got a little slippery there last night with that. So I want to, I will be collecting the um, five uh, people who wish to speak in opposition to an amendment up to that number. And then I will collect um, the same number of people as we get for the um, negative for the positive side, for the uh, for side, and we will uh, work accordingly. 
Um, we will do our 20-minute debate when we have neared the end of the people who we are committed to. Um, I will be checking with Denise, our parliamentarian, to find out whether we have a significant amount of time likely to be left after they use their two minutes. And if it appears we do, I will ask Sheila to begin um, taking hands while those last people are talking so that when they finish talking, we can go ahead and ask the next people about that. Um, we will be very clear in that first five, um, which um, are, you know, we'll take the, the um, uh, opposition and the four in the, in the next that we do, um, I think we would be more likely to only do a couple of people. And so if we are only going to do a couple, then, then we may at that point take all those hands at once. I'll try to be very clear if we're going to, um, just because it may be more efficient. But I believe in that first run where we're looking for several people, it gets really tedious if we've, you know, asked 13 folks who all want to be the same one and we know we're not going to use them and then we're hunting and it's hard to be doing that. So I think that will be more efficient. We'll try that. Once we complete the debate on the constitution and bylaws, that is over and then we will be discussing uh, finishing the process that we began last night with uh, resolution 202316. Um, we got up as far as establishing who the five um, speakers who are not in favor of the um, resolution. Um, we got that far when so we will be um, identifying the five who wish to speak for the resolution. And uh, then we will continue that. Ray will be chairing that again. And uh, we will continue that process in, in hopefully the same manner as we are doing, <coughs> excuse me, doing now if it works well for us. Um, once we complete the uh, debate on that, then and then we will vote. Um, if we have any amendments or whatever, obviously we have to uh, deviate the path for those. But depending on the line of, of direction that this goes, uh, that's where we'll go. Where we left ourselves off on um, Wednesday was uh, that we completed that meeting with a motion from Carla Rucheval, seconded by um, Amanda Selm, to amend the standing rules such that um, the items that are going to a record vote would be read aloud on uh, the day of the record vote, which is July 5th, Wednesday, and that they would be read aloud. Her motion also asked that there would be a summary of the um, of the statements of um, pro and con related to you know the a, a summary of the debate basically, uh, so um, that was put forward. Carla and I, uh, and then the plan was to have that on the agenda tonight. So if you were expecting that, that was the plan, and we were going to do that um, as well, but. Uh, Carla and I spoke yesterday and last night she withdrew her motion and um, Amanda, of course, withdrew the second as well. And um, based on uh, the commitment from me that that I see absolutely no problem with having the files read um, on the 5th. So it will be the resolutions that are 
going to be up for record vote, and it will be the um, Constitution and Bylaw Amendment. So um, she withdrew, because she withdrew the entire motion, those summaries will not be developed. Um, I expressed some concern about the real feasibility of, of doing that. And um, she, she accepted that. So there will be no debate or discussion. They will simply be read, but it will help people be really clear about um, what they will be voting for. So um, I think that's actually a really good idea. And it, there's no problem. We, we don't need to vote it. All right. Having said all that, um, um, I think we're ready to begin. And so, uh, John McCann, I will turn it over to you. And when you're ready, you can have uh, Rick play the First Amendment. But you might like to introduce whatever. Very good. This is a different animal than I've ever seen before. So I'm going to ask an unfortunately necessary but obnoxious question. Can I be heard? You can. Okay, beautiful. Okay, like I say, the interface is different. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, it is my pleasure to come before you today as chair of the Constitution and Bylaws Committee to present two bylaw amendments. Knock on wood, I am ardently hoping that they will be perceived and treated as not being controversial. I do want to enumerate the members of the committee who have so ably and conscientiously assisted me. Uh, Vice Chair Maria Hansen, Board Liaison Ray Campbell, and he's not just a liaison, he contributes uh, very substantially. The other seven members of the committee are Frank Cuda, Janelle Edwards, Cynthia Hawkins, Peter Haida, Maria Kristich, Chris Prentice, and Jeff Tom. Uh, six of the 10 people on, I think six or seven, I had that statistic more clearly available to me last night. Six or seven are attorneys. I kind of like that. We considered many things this year. Uh, I think we were wisely advised during the open sessions, there were two of them, uh, to withdraw uh, two, uh, three amendments. Uh, they were pretty substantial amendments, so do not be fooled. Um, the fact that we're only bringing two forward uh, does not mean that this committee wasn't very, very substantially engaged in some very, very deep governance considerations that have to do with our current hybrid environment and certain compromises or uh, uh, amending of practices that that may force upon us. But that's a discussion for another day. So I guess without further ado, uh, I would suggest that we move to uh, a reading of 2023-01 having to do with the composition of the board's budget committee. 2023-01, proposed amendment to bylaw 5A to make the ACB treasurer a mandatory member of the budget committee. Bylaw 5, powers and duties of the board of directors. Current language, A. The board of directors shall elect a subcommittee of three, open parenthesis three, close parenthesis, which shall review and make recommendations to the board regarding the annual budget submitted by the executive director. Once a budget has been adopted by the Board of Directors, it cannot be altered except by a two-thirds, open parenthesis, two-slash-three, close parenthesis, vote of the Board of Directors. Proposed Amendment Language A. The Board of Directors shall elect three, open parenthesis three, close parenthesis, 
members to serve with the treasurer on a committee which shall review and make recommendations to the board regarding the annual budget submitted by the executive director. Once a budget has been adopted, it cannot be altered except by a two-thirds, open parenthesis, two-slash-three close parenthesis, vote of the board. End of Bylaw Amendment 2023-01 2023-01. Propuesta de enmienda al Estatuto 5A para convertir al tesorero del ACB en miembro obligatorio del Comité de Presupuesto Estatuto 5. Facultades y deberes de la Junta Directiva Texto Actual. A. La Junta Directiva elegirá un subcomité de tres. 3. Miembros para que revise y haga recomendaciones a la Junta con respecto al presupuesto anual presentado por el director ejecutivo. Una vez que la Junta Directiva haya adoptado un presupuesto, Solo podrá modificarse con el voto de dos tercios, two, three, de los miembros de la Junta Directiva. Enmienda propuesta. A. La Junta Directiva elegirá a tres, three, miembros para que, junto con el tesorero, integren un comité para que revise y haga recomendaciones a la Junta con respecto al presupuesto anual presentado por el director ejecutivo. Una vez que se haya adoptado un presupuesto, solo podrá modificarse con el voto de dos tercios, two thirds, de los miembros de la Junta. Deb, are we necessarily waiting now? Yeah, I think you should be good. Oh, okay, because I know uh, you had indicated we will not be receiving a Spanish version. Of That's this. right. So, so we, we right. needed to just wait a, a few seconds for the English right. to catch up. You're good. Okay, so simply put, this amendment will do two things. It'll expand the committee from three to four, as it happens, But the treasurer, and it shocked me that this wasn't already the case, the treasurer will be a mandated member of the board's budget committee. This amendment makes perfect sense to me. And I dearly hope that, um, well, I'll just say this. I hope the membership does not feel inclined to second guess the judgment of the board in uh, this matter. It is a matter of board governance, but it makes total sense Uh, I hope the membership will de defer to the board's judgment in this and allow this to pass. This this does come with a due pass recommendation. All right. So um, we will begin by taking questions. If there's anyone who has a question regarding this amendment and would like to ask John a question or for clarification, this is now when you would raise your hand. All and right. Sheila will call on you. Yep. Deb, are we alternating between? Uh, yeah, okay. sure. So we'll go with you and then we'll go, or we'll go with uh, Sheila and then we'll go with. Uh, okay. Uh, go ahead, Sheila. Paul Edwards. <clears throat> um, I have a question. I, I, I guess you guys can hear me. This is a little bit different yeah, yeah. Than, than, thank you. <clears throat> Does the constitution and bylaws have any concern that there are uh, four members of the committee with uh, the possibility then that that uh, there could be a deadlock of two and two in making decisions? Uh, what I would say is that the board did not raise that concern with the Constitution and Bylaws Committee. Uh, when I originally drafted this, I thought it was going to be three and that it was going to be, you know, a treasurer and two others. I was told that they wanted the treasurer and three others. If they wind up with a tie, they'll find a way to work it out. I mean, I, I hear you, but I think some mechanism could be devised to break a tie. 
uh, I'm comforted by the fact that whatever the, as important as that budget committee is, it is advisory. Uh, so even a tie yep. vote, right. you know. Would the parliamentarian comment on, on, on whether practice is generally to have an odd number of individuals on committees? It's not mandated. If the board wants four, you know. Yeah, he's asking for the parliamentarians. Really. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear that yeah. part. Mm -hmm. Jaws spoke over. Yeah. So, Denise? The answer is that you establish your own rules. Thank, thank you, Madam Parliamentarian. So the, pre and, the president is, you. of course, an ex officio member yeah, of and, the budget and, and committee. And I get that. Yep. So, Thanks very much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do we have something in the Q&A box, Nancy? And you can go ahead and get the next person ready, Sheila. Nancy? Oopsie. I do. Um, this one came from a nanos person, and it, and it had to do with reading. It says, isn't three parentheses, three parentheses, nine question mark? No, this I is, don't know. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, they're they're just yeah. That's it, basically you know when you write the word three and then you put the three in parentheses. That's what it is, and that's how it's read. It's just okay. It's I have no other questions in here. Okay, the two I had were answered. Mm -hmm. All right, Doug Hall. I have a I have a, a clarification question. It says um, vote. Shouldn't it say affirmative vote? What if it's what if the vote is no? What do you mean? What if the vote is no? Well, yeah, usually, usually when you when you make a vote, it should say affirmative vote. It's a yes vote. What if they they voted to not do something? Uh, Madam President. So okay. what we've what we've typically done is the the budget the budget what the budget committee does is reviews the items that are proposed for the budget. So the budget those items come from uh, staff. Uh, you know, for example, Nancy, you know, calculates all the costs of the of the of the work. Um, you know, there's the salaries and the and the whatevers and then the other things. And then the budget also includes the work of the committees. So if you're on a committee and you propose something that is factored into the budget. So if the if the committee, if the budget committee votes no on a budget item, the item still goes forward um, to the board for consideration because it was part of the um, proposed budget, but the budget committee recommends yeah. that it not be budgeted. And okay. we've had that happen. So it doesn't matter if it's a yes or a no vote. It, it doesn't matter ultimately because the board is the final say. Okay. But presumably, if the budget committee is doing due diligence and doing good work, it should be able to support why it wants to say yes or no. Well, usually the no's because most of it's yes. But if, it, if there are th reasons, the things they don't, then they need to explain that to the board and the board ultimately decide. So they should consider the budget committee's recommendation, but they may not take it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Deb, you have 25 seconds of your five minutes. All right. We will tackle one. If you've got one question in the queue, Nancy, we might get that much done. No queue. All right. Then um, let's take uh, one more and then we're done. Ed. 
Thank you. Um, how does the current treasurer feel about uh, the added responsibilities this would bring? Uh, there are no added responsibilities. The treasurer has been on the, the budget committee since time immortal. The difference is that we have to redecide that each year. And so what, what this basically does by, by making the treasurer mandatory and still keeping the same number of other people, it, it is what the board's real intent here was to increase the committee by one person who is not the president or the treasurer. So in other words, giving one more board member an opportunity, board member or officer who might not be part of this, an opportunity to, to weigh in for sort of more diversity. So in fact, we haven't had a treasurer who's not served on this in, you know, who knows when. Uh, if ever. So it, it really doesn't change anything that way. It just allows us to add a person. Your time has expired. It has more than expired. We'll lower all the hands. Thank you very much for that. And then as soon as, as you let me know if the hands are, look that the hands are lowered. Yes, ma'am. No. Oh. Yeah, well, it's going to get lowered. Uh, yeah. All right. Looks looks like they're are they gone? They look gone. Okay. Um, now we will begin the debate, and I will take up to five people who would like to um, uh, who would like to speak against the budget amendment. I'm sorry, the 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 amendment bylaw amendment to to increase the budget committee. Woo. Um, so if there are hands for that, uh, Sheila, will you call on them so we can find out who they are? Jeanette. Mm -hmm. Jeanette. Thank you. Are um, you speaking I against? I speak for. Oh, no, oh, you're, we're, doing we're against. only taking against. I, I'm so sorry. I misunderstood my Zoom I'll wait. That's okay. Yeah, went, we're, we're learning. Four. We're all learning. All right. Next person. I'm only looking for people who wish to speak in opposition. Nairo. Somebody. Uh, yes. You wish to speak in opposition to the amendment? That is correct. All right. Hang on then. Do we have anyone else wishing to speak in opposition to the amendment? Right, let's see. Stephen, you may unmute. I guess he just he decided not to. All right. Anyone else wishing to speak in opposition? Sheila, it doesn't. Three one seven ending at three one seven. That's Pat. Yeah. This is a mistake. Pat, you may unmute. This is a mistake. I don't know how it happens. I apologize. Oh, okay. You don't want to speak in opposition. All right. So do we only have Nairo? Is there anyone? I don't see any other. You've got um all right. Oh. Rebel Crafter, you may unmute. This is Courtney Smith. I wish to speak against. Okay, Courtney. All right. All right. Anyone else wishing to speak amend against? We have two. Stephen, you may unmute.
David Robertson, you may mm -hmm. unmute. And while we're waiting for him, maybe you can grab the next one as well. And we'll find out if that's opposition. Janine, you may unmute. Oh, sorry, I accidentally raised my hand. Okay. okay. Thank you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll be against, please. Okay, so we have three, I believe. Yes. All right. Is that it? I don't see any don't see any more hands. Are there any other hands? Um, you have, you have Nyral, you have uh, right. Courtney, and you have Janine. Okay, and I don't see any other hands. So we have three people who will be speaking in opposition. We can lower their hands. I can take up to four who wish to speak in favor. I can also take Two, as long as one of the sides is higher, but I, I'm willing to take up to four. I'm one of the four, right? Miss, yes, uh, you are one of the four. So John McKenna will hope. be the first of I those. Oh, I don't know. All We've right, so you have, you have Jeanette mm -hmm. who already spoke. Yes. But... Okay, Jeanette, thank you. All Jeanette right. will be the second. And then you've got Paul Edwards. You may unmute. Well, are you speaking in favor? Uh, I am. Thank you. All right. Thank um, you. That's three. Not yet. Hold on. Three. Um, let's see. I can take one more. Doreen, you may unmute. Doreen. Sure. sure. Um, are you sure. speaking in favor, Doreen? Yes. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. That wraps that up. We have our speakers. So uh, we are ready to go on that. Um, and let's start the clock for 20 minutes. And who is our first speaker, Denise? Positive four speaker? John. Positive four is John McCann. Yeah, John McCann. Okay. Thank you. See, I'm not even, yeah. Go ahead, John. Okay. Thank you very much, Madam Chair. I will try to be brief. Uh, deference to the board is a phrase that I use very, very circumspectly in this organization. But I do think this was requested by the board. I think it's a matter of board governance. We have heard some concerns. If the board's okay with four, I don't think that we should second guess that. Uh, this is an advisory board. At the end of the day, they only advise. That's not an insignificant task, as Deb has pointed out. The president is an ex officio member, so perhaps that person could break the tie. This just puts the board in the position of not having to reelect or reinstitute the treasurer in that position every year. This um, amendment, if you will, is only ratifying a practice that has been going on since, as Deb said, time immemorial. The fact of the matter is, I don't know that you could have, I don't know that you could have a credible budget committee without involving the treasurer, substantially involving the treasurer. This amendment makes total sense. It's a matter of board governance, board procedure. I'm shocked that it has even engendered the number of people willing to speak against, as has happened. But I ardently urge in the strongest terms that you allow the board to conduct its business in the manner that it sees fit, particularly with respect to the management of its perhaps primary fiduciary responsibility to see to the effective and efficient management of the finances of this organization. I therefore urge you to pass this amendment. 
All right. Thank you, John. Um, now we'll have our first person in opposition, which I believe was Nero. Is that correct? Yes, it's Nero. Okay. Well, the reason why I'm against it is because, I mean, I understand the theory. I understand why it's really good. But the thing is, having an even, even number might cause a conflict. What if, what if there's an opposition and there's a tie? I believe that there should be an odd number so there's someone there that could break the tie. That's my opposition. Reason mm-hmm. one. All right. Thank you very much. Who was our next? I think it was Jeanette. Jeanette. Right? Jeanette. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to speak. First and foremost, uh, the president would break the tie. Uh, secondly, I've been in organizations where I've discovered that by not having the treasurer uh, on the budgetary, um, in the budgetary um, situation and assisting with all of this stuff, uh, things went awry. Um, I have seen audits happen because people were not advised correctly. I have seen documentation and expenses questioned because stuff like this happens. I think the treasurer is really needs to be a part of the financial situation because the treasurer is the one that has to document and help document um, the expenses. And the best way to do that is to always be aware, always know them, and always be able to ask questions because the worst thing you want is for somebody to misdocument because somebody didn't know and then have um, the IRS go after us uh, as the uh, group that we are. Thank you. Thank you, Jeanette. All right. Uh, our next person in opposition was... Courtney Smith. Oh, great. Courtney. All right. Thank you for allowing me to speak. The only reason I am opposed to this um, amendment is because the treasurer, from what I understand, has a vote on the committee. Anything that I've had affiliation with where the treasurer was part of the budget. No. Oh, you're breaking up. Actually, that is John McCann needs to mute. Please. Oh, John, would you? Yeah, mm-hmm. could you mute for a second? You're, yeah, something on your internet. Go ahead, Janine. I'm so sorry. Or not Janine. Okay. Um, Courtney. 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 I'm so sorry. But the only reason I'm voting, you know, would be opposed to this is because, from my understanding, the treasurer would have a vote on the budget committee. And anything I've been a part of that has had the treasurer on the budget committee, the treasurer was just an ex officio member. Um, and that would, otherwise, I'm, I'm totally for it. Just, I, I'm not crazy about the idea of the treasurer having a vote on the committee. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. We have two more speakers, but before we take them, how much time do we have left? Sorry, I had that. 
Uh, you have 14 minutes and 38 seconds. All right. So if there are any additional people who would like to speak for or against this, I would like you to raise your hands now while we take our last two speakers. And our last um, four speaker was, I forgot. To, oh, um, Paul Edwards. Paul, of course. I'm really not remembering. Madam President, while I was vice president, while I was president, and, and during all the time that I was on the board, there was never an, a time when the treasurer was not an inherent part of the budget committee. Uh, the budget committee has an immensely difficult job to do. Uh, they have all kinds of things to juggle and all kinds of decisions that need to be made. And I think it's entirely appropriate to add an additional member to the budget committee so that there can be a division of labor and so that um, everyone can have the opportunity to prepare what turns out to be two nights of presentations to the board. The first night um, producing uh, the expenditures and the second night, sorry, the income and the second night producing the expenditures so that eventually the budget gets adopted. But it's a very long and drawn out process. And I think adding another individual to the committee is an absolutely appropriate thing. And I'm really not concerned about the number four, though I think it's appropriate to raise it because I, in all of that time, am not aware of any instance where the budget committee found itself at odds. Mm -hmm. Hey, thank you. Thank, thank you very much. All right. Our next um, speaker, I believe, would be Janine. Is that correct, Denise? Yes, correct. Thank yes. you. Janine Lee. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for letting me speak. I am lucky enough to be on two budget committees. Um, and the treasurer is always a part of the committee. I'm not sure if, like, usually they're the chair. Um, so, I, I like... Because there's chairs of committees. I just worry about the evenness of the number. Like if you, I, I think having the even number, and I understand that the president is the, is, what is that? Ex officio. Um, the president can be on the committee as well. But what if the president doesn't show up? So, or, or maybe they don't take an interest in that. Like I love money and I love the budget. I love doing budgets. I love paying bills. I love fundraising. I love all these things, but I do think like the treasurer is already on this committee. So as you said, they had a committee forever. So I'm just kind of opposed to the number. I think we should vote no on this number of it. Like I'm, or maybe add another one. So then it's even like, and yeah, we're in my chapters that I'm involved in, we do things a little different than national ACB, but I think that we should like, yeah, I, I think no for this because I, I, I urge people to say no because of the tie vote and the breaking of the ties because the treasurer is already involved anyway and three is a good number. So thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. Okay, thank you, Janine. And I believe uh, currently our last person speaking for is Doreen Cornwell. Hi, thank you so much. This is Doreen Cornwell from Seattle. Um, this sounds like, this measure just sounds like a simplification of what's already a practice. I'm not worried about the issue of odd or even number, because both because, um, as we've already said, that 
with the president, there's five people, and also because whatever comes out of the budget committee then goes to the larger board. So I want to thank the uh, Constitution and Bylaws Committee for this work and hope we can all just make it simple and appreciate the hard work that's done by people looking after the financial affairs. Okay, thank you. Did we receive any more requests to speak? No, ma'am. All right. So, um, since we have no additional requests to speak, um, I'm going to close the debate time. Do we need a motion for that or can I just do that? Parliamentary question, please. As there is no one wishing to speak, you may close. All right. That's what I thought, but I wanted to make sure this is some of this is new for me. Okay. Thank you. Then we will close debate and we will close the discussion of the uh, Constitution and bylaws because um, we do not vote on this. Um, I'm not looking at the right panel. Is Gabriel Griffith here yet? I don't see. Hold on. Deb, I'm not seeing him. No, he, he's, he's not yeah. here on the. Okay, on so the um, so I'm gonna. He's going to join us. He's in commute, so I'm gonna text him. But um, in the meantime, and he'll join us right away. But meantime, I'm going to go ahead and turn the meeting over to Ray Campbell. And Deb, is, you have you have four oh, hands raised. I'm not. Really you have sure. another amendment, Deb. Oh, I'm sorry. Good grief. I, geez, Louise. I'm so sorry. Okay. Hopefully that's what My, that uh, was all about. I, I can't take you credit for that. You've got lots of hands going over. I, I, I can't take credit for that. My uh, beautiful yeah. wife in the other room said. Oh, good. Okay, good. No, somehow I thought we'd done it all. It's because the other night when we played them, we played them all together. And so I just kind of made it one. I'm so sorry. All right. We're still going. Um, let's... Um, so, John, are you? Would you like to introduce the? If if there's anyone who has their hand raised for anything other than to to try to get me set straight about the amendment, we do will take your hand if if there's something um, related to uh, that. Otherwise, if you'll just lower your hand, we we will go ahead with All the right, second well, amendment. I, I will, My apologies. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them a second to lower their hand. If yeah. not, then Terry Pacheco, you may unmute. Thank you, Sheila. Uh, this I just have a parliamentary question. I'm, I'd like to ask the parliamentary parliamentarian. Um, it struck me odd that the ex officio member, in this case, would be an officer, uh, the president rather, has the ability to break a vote or to vote in general. Um, but yet, we're not saying that the chair of the committee does and it's always been my understanding that the chair took priority over ex officio that's why we've had so many ex officio members who could not vote for instance on the board of publications for decades um, and that's i'm wondering if there is a a priority on that and i'm asking the parliamentarian for that with that question Members on a committee have the right to vote. An ex officio member on a committee may vote, but doesn't have to vote. 
And Terry, the way this really does work in real life is that it has been, at least in the times that I have been there, it's it's been really consensus voting. It, um, it has. It definitely has. Yeah, that was so, just an overall yeah. question, though, Sure. That, uh, that I just think needed a little bit of clarification for some mm-hmm. people. Thank you. Okay, sure. Okay, yeah. But, but really, it is a pretty collegial process because really, we're making recommendations. So... Yeah. It's not, if we were making a final decision, um, I think it would be a lot more formalized process. But, um, you know, I, it, it just kind of, we just come together with, um, with the, uh, the executive officer. We come together with the, with the Nancy and the Dan, whoever they are in, in, in that time frame. And, and we meet over this and we go through everything and we uh, look for questions and we uh, do or don't. Um, to concern ourselves with, I mean, there are many fixed costs, as you know, and that's how that goes. All right. All right. You've got one more hand. I'm aware of that. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Janine? Um, Yeah. And my question's about the next one. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to wait. You have to wait. Yeah. I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. Nope. Okay. So that means your hand needs to be down because you can't, we can't, we're, we can't tell the difference between someone when someone actually has a, a parliamentary question or a point of order question and they're just starting in ahead. So please don't. All right. Um, and by the way, we're, we are going to do the best we can at giving um, a variety of people a chance to talk. That's impossible to do entirely. It just doesn't, it's just too hard. But to the extent we can, we are going to try to do that. So um, that's also peace. John, would you like to introduce your other amendment that I forgot? I would. I would. Actually, <laughs> uh, thank you for all those hands going up. I thought you were just getting way, way out ahead of things to make sure that Gabe was in the wings. Oh, no, I should do that, too. But yes. Yeah, and then come to find out you were going to pass by. <laughs> God help us. So sorry. Yeah. Now, I know it's not going to happen, so I'm no longer concerned. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll take I took a, another blood pressure med here. So we are OK. Um, all is well. Um, and without further ado, then, the next uh, bylaw amendment, and I will say that per the terms of our Constitution, we're a weird animal in this respect, but I'll head this off. Uh, constitutional provisions or amendments, of which there are none this year, would require two-thirds. But a weird quirk of the way we run things, we have bylaws off in a separate section, and they only require a majority vote. So that is... Um, different than what one usually finds, but it is the case in our organization, and that's readily documented in our, in our convention. Uh, 2302, basically, and it may seem a little bit complicated, is it is a rewrite of Section D in Bylaw 6, which speaks to the timing of one, the appointment of the committee, of the bylaws committee, to bring it in sync to that which already applies to the uh, resolutions committee. Uh, uh, and we've eliminated some outdated language, which was aspirational in nature anyway, wherever possible, you submit it in ASCII format. I will wait until it is time to, uh, the, the five-minute period, to elucidate a little bit further on why I think uh, this amendment's important. 2023-02, proposed amendment to Bylaw 6D to set the time for the appointment of the Constitution and Bylaws Committee to coincide with that specified for the Resolutions Committee. Setting a new deadline of 60, open parenthesis 60, close parenthesis, 
days before the opening of the Convention for Submission of Constitution and or Bylaw Amendments to the Committee, and striking the sentence referencing submission of amendments in ASCII format. Bylaw 6. Committee's Current Language, D. Constitution and Bylaws Committee. At least 90. Open parenthesis. 9-0 close parenthesis. Days prior to the opening of each annual conference and convention, the President shall appoint a chairperson and at least four. Open parenthesis 4. Close parenthesis. Additional members to a Constitution and Bylaws Committee. This committee shall have the responsibility of considering and preparing amendments to the Constitution and bylaws for presentation to the conference and convention. All proposed amendments to the Constitution and or bylaws must be submitted in writing to the Constitution and bylaws committee on or before the end of the first day, following the day of the roll call meeting of the conference and convention. Amendments, whenever possible, shall be submitted electronically in ASCII text format. The Constitution and Bylaws Committee must report all such written submissions, with or without committee recommendation. Proposed amendment language, D-Constitution and Bylaws Committee. The President within 60, open parenthesis 60, close parenthesis, days after the close of each national conference and convention, shall appoint a chairperson and not less than four, open parenthesis four, close parenthesis, additional members to a Constitution and Bylaws Committee. This committee shall have the responsibility of considering and preparing amendments to the Constitution and bylaws for presentation to the conference and convention. Any amendments to be considered shall be submitted to the committee not less than 60 open parenthesis, 60 close parenthesis, days prior to the opening date of each conference and convention. The Constitution and Bylaws Committee shall report all proposed Constitution and or bylaw amendments to the conference and convention, with or without committee recommendation. End of Bylaw Amendment 2023-02 Propuesta de enmienda al Estatuto 6D para establecer un plazo para el nombramiento del Comité de Constitución y Estatutos que coincida con el especificado para el Comité de Resoluciones. Establecer un nuevo plazo de 60, 60, días antes de la apertura de la Convención para la presentación de enmiendas a la Constitución y o estatutos al Comité, y eliminar la frase que hace referencia a la presentación de enmiendas en formato así. Estatuto 6. Comités texto actual. D. Comité de Constitución y Estatutos. Al menos 90, 90 días antes de la apertura de cada conferencia y convención anual, el presidente del ACB designará un presidente y al menos cuatro, four, miembros adicionales para que conformen un comité de constitución y estatutos. Dicho comité tendrá la responsabilidad de considerar y preparar enmiendas a la constitución y los estatutos para su presentación en la conferencia y convención. Todas las propuestas de enmiendas a la constitución y o los estatutos deben presentarse por escrito al Comité de Constitución y Estatutos antes del final del primer día siguiente al día de la reunión nominal de la conferencia y convención. Las enmiendas, siempre que sea posible, se presentarán por vía electrónica en formato de texto ACI. El Comité de Constitución y Estatutos debe informar sobre todas las presentaciones escritas, con o sin recomendación del Comité. Enmienda propuesta. D. Comité de Constitución y Estatutos. El presidente del ACB, dentro de los 60, 60, días posteriores a la clausura de cada conferencia y convención nacional, nombrará un presidente y no menos de cuatro, four, 
miembros adicionales para que conformen un comité de constitución y estatutos. Dicho comité tendrá la responsabilidad de considerar y preparar enmiendas a la Constitución y los estatutos para su presentación en la conferencia y convención. Cualquier enmienda que deba someterse a consideración deberá presentarse al comité no menos de 60, 60, días antes de la fecha de apertura de cada conferencia y convención. El Comité de Constitución y Estatutos informará todas las propuestas de enmiendas a la Constitución y o estatutos a la conferencia y convención, con o sin recomendación del comité. Okay, so you've heard the amendment, you've heard what our constitutional, um, uh, our, our current language provides for, um, and I think we should probably move to the, uh, and, and, and how it's going to change if this bylaw is adopted. This is a due pass recommendation from the committee. Okay. Uh, and I, I think uh, it's time to move to the Questions. clarification period. Yes. Okay. And so um, if you have a question, please raise your hand. If you have uh, need clarification regarding anything related to this particular amendment, we will take those now. And, um, and we have, I see some hands. Go ahead, uh, Sheila. Yes. Area code 540. Oh, let's see, ending in, let's see, last three. One, two, eight, you may unmute. Thank you. This is Mike Golfo from Virginia. Mr. Chair, question. The current language now says that all amendments have to be submitted with 60 days prior to convention. Did I hear that right? As opposed to them being accepted up to the first day after the roll call vote? After the roll call at convention? Modified language. The modified language would say 60 days before the convention. Okay. Thank you. All right. Penny, Penny Moss. Yes. I'm confused about the timing. In the old language, it's 60 days uh, before the convention and no later than the day after the opening session. But in this new amendment, it's 60 days after the previous convention, is that correct? No, no, let me clarify. Okay. The old language required the Constitutional Bylaws Committee to be appointed 90 days before the convention. That's the old or existing language. That's never been honored. I was appointed on September 14th of 2021. So as a practical matter, we are already appointing the Constitutional Bylaws Committee much earlier in the same way that we now have mandated for um, uh, the, uh, the, Resolution. the, the uh, resolutions. Okay, thank you. So no, under the current constitution, you would have been entitled to give us an amendment up to June 20th. Given our current hybrid environment, the need to circulate and prepare reports in both English and Spanish, et cetera, we couldn't even do anything with it. You, you'd submit the amendment and say, guess what? Under our current procedures, it, 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 we can't even really meet and do anything with it. We couldn't prevent it from coming to the floor. Uh, I'll speak more eloquently to this, well, more expansively to this during the debate period. But we're really, in some cases, putting a process in place that's basically already being honored and making it a much more contemplative and reasonable process for the consideration of bylaw and constitutional amendments, which go to the very governance of our organization. Does that clarify? Yes. How much time do we have left? 
Two minutes and 42 seconds. Okay, we can take another hand. Deb. Janine. Janine. Deb. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've got something? Yes. Do state conventions ever come up with amendment amendments to submit to national? If no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. There's a sorry. Someone else is asking. Oh, stop. Hold on. Yeah, we're taking one of the Q and A boxes. Mm -hmm. Just a moment. So go ahead, Nancy. Okay, that was the end. Do state conventions ever come up with amendments to submit to national? Oh, you could if you want to submit a if you want to submit an amendment to the. To, for national, for the Constitution and bylaws, it can come from anyone who is a member. So it could come from a state affiliate, could send it as the affiliate, or an individual can bring it as an individual. Okay, so piggybacking on that, because I know who wrote that in the box, um, this is my question, because I remember we had a huge debate about this last year. Um, Florida has their convention usually a month before nationals convention and that would not make the 60 days like if our state wanted to make an amendment would this new language change that so florida could not propose um an amendment or anything like that would that would that change the way we are right now yes um and if Sheila can help we did look like, at the language. John, wait, John, he's sir, she's not finished. Oh, sir, and if if I'm not asking this properly, my president is here and she understands how I speak. So if I'm not making my point, I just want to make sure that Florida is not cut off because we bring our resolutions and our amendments not 60 days, it's less. Okay, and this it was is a not for thing. resolutions. This is not about resolutions. But for amendments, amendments, if we change this language, it would affect things. So that's all I'm asking. Did you so want yes, to respond, John? And then I do maybe as well. Okay. There is not a parallel structure for an end run. And I'm a little bit uncomfortable with that phrase, but an end run around the 60-day requirement. In the world of resolutions, you can have something arise after the fact that really requires a cries out for the constitution for the resolutions help me a resolutions committee to make an exception in matters of governance i don't ever see a situation where something would arise that you didn't foresee more than 60 days before so we did not carve out a similar exception so there is not synchronicity on this point between resolutions and uh constitution and bylaw amendments if they're proposed by a state or anyone within a state they need to come in 60 days before the opening of the convention because there is no exception. Time. Okay. And, and the one, uh, thank you. And, and so we will take no more questions. The one follow-up I'll make to that is the difference in resolutions and these amendments is that resolutions generally do come from a state because that's how they are generated. So you, it makes sense that they would be in your convention and we have made exceptions. Although we have had people send us resolutions before they are passed in their state with the provision that if they pass, they want them considered here. Bylaw amendments don't usually come that way. So uh, my recommendation in that case would be that if you're thinking you want a bylaw amendment, just submit it. And then if you talk it over in your convention and you decide as a whole convention, you don't want to submit it, that's fine. But if an individual wants to submit it, they still can. So it's a very different animal, I think. All right, it is time for the debate.
and we will lower all hands and I will ask for individuals who wish to speak in opposition to the amendment to please raise their hands and Sheila will begin to identify you. I don't see any. Are there any? No, ma'am. Okay, then we will have John speak in favor of the amendment, and we will not take other, um, we will not need to take other uh, speakers. So, John, go ahead and make the rest of your presentation, please. Okay, very good. Thank you, Madam Chair. You know, I get very, very, very concerned when we wind up even if it is per force, not honoring our constitution. The fact of the matter is the dirty little secret is that 6D as it currently exists is untenable. I've already spoken to this uh, to some extent. The fact of the matter is if, if you'd come to us on June 20th, as you would have been entitled to do under the current constitutional language, the common bylaws committee would not have had any, been able to really do anything with it. Look at what has happened this year. You've had these constitutional amendments prepared, circulated, on uh, media streams available in both English and Spanish. Let me share something else. As chair of this committee, I used to think that this was maybe a seven month, six month, half a year job. I no longer believe that. I think it's a 10 month job. If I am reappointed, the committee is, be well, if this passes, the, the, the committee will have to be appointed by early September. If I'm still on that committee or a chair of that committee, I'm gonna begin work right away, right away. And we are not going to wait until May to have open meetings. That's not going to happen. I plan to schedule regular open meetings, you know, going to November or December um, so that we can, given the seriousness of the kinds of matters that we're going to have to consider going forward, given the cultural sea changes that are, this organization is going to have to take on in order to make this hybrid mode of operating and virtual mode of operating viable, in order to have that be truly viable, we need a year-long process of Constitution and Bylaws Committee. I love common bylaws. I love governance. Uh, I want the latitude to do this right. And I think the amended version of 6D, as you've currently heard, makes that happen or puts us in an environment where it can happen the way it should happen. All right. Thank you very much. Now, I think... <laughs> I'm, I'm a lot less um, confident than I was, right? I think we have completed the discussion of the Constitution <laughs> and bylaw amendments. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, John. That's, that's absolutely great. Madam Chair, one quick question. Yes, sir. Would it be advisable or appropriate, since I no longer have an official uh, duty here, to come back in on the other link for the remainder of this? Well, meeting? Sheila would be glad to just um, uh, deport you. <laughs> I guess, yeah. If, if I, I have yeah. no more, yeah. I guess. Yes, yes. Yeah, she will. Yeah, yeah, she'll, she'll send you over to the other yeah. side. No problem. Thank you so very much for your work, yeah. and thank you to that committee. It's a very lively group, and they're doing a great oh, yeah. job. We'll All right. And, Deb, I cannot, yes. I cannot do it because he came in on a panelist. Oh, invite. that's right. So, oh, no, ma'am. You should I'll, be able to. Really? I'll just come dra I'll drag your feet okay. a little bit. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're, we're fine. It's a fine, John. So, um, yeah, that's a new problem. All right. <laughs> So, because um, <clears throat> it's not been the case, let's, all right, we're ready to continue on. Uh, Gabe is, um, I believe, on his way. I texted him 
And uh, like I said, we're in his commute time, so um, it's a little bit tricky. But we're going to go ahead, and he will uh, join us as quickly as he's able to. And so um, I'm going to turn. We do have one hand raised. Oh, let's go ahead and take the hand, see what we need to do. Penny, you may unmute. Yes, I have a question. Can you all hear me? Yes, Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, Now that we've debated these these bylaw amendments mm-hmm. and and we've gone through all that process mm-hmm. then at the convention we do a record vote is that right on july 5th okay on, on july well, 5th will these be read and yes they talked will talked about not talked we... about not talked about again this is the last conversation okay um, they will so... be read on july 5th along with any resolutions that are going to record vote Okay, then I will need to discuss with members of my chapter that are not here that are going to be at the convention. Explain you can do that, members. and there will also be each day after after we finish our convention uh, meetings. So tomorrow for this one, these will be posted to the ACB business podcast feed. If okay. you don't know how to get the business podcasts, they have been sending out a link each morning directly to the file for that day. So if you're not subscribed to a podcast player and can just set up ACB business to have it roll down to you each day. Um, You can also go manually to the links that Kelly sends in the morning that will take you to the podcast. And uh, then you can get that day's podcast and you can either listen to it up there or you can uh, download it and, and provide that to your members that need to hear if you'd like them to hear it. So that might be, that would be probably a really great way to share it with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've got a copy of it in word. I can talk to them about it. So I just thought I would ask about that. Thank you so much. Yeah. We will not have more discussion. We will definitely have another reading. All right. Any other questions before I turn it over to Ray? No, ma'am. No more hands. Anything in the Q&A that we need to, to consider? There is not. Okay. All oh. right. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? There, uh, nope. We do not. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we will, um, we will now uh, turn the meeting over to uh, First Vice President Ray Campbell, who will uh, continue the process of, um, we're getting ready for debate on Resolution 2023-16. All right. Thank you, Deb. Good evening, ACB, once again. Um, before we continue with the debate process, I think it would be a good idea to play resolution 2023-16 one more time just to make sure that everybody is clear on what we're voting on. Um, so if we could play that file, that would be fantastic. Resolution 2023-16, ACV, REP, and OT certification submitted by Michael Byington and others, whereas the Academy for Certification of Vision Rehabilitation and Education Professionals, ACVREP, was established in order to enhance the stature and recognition of the highly specialized professional disciplines in the field of blindness and visual impairment. And, whereas, ACVREP's role is to ensure that available certification options and the particular requirements for specific practices reflect and preserve consensus concerning the need for and value of specialized services provided by properly prepared professionals, and whereas 
It is essential for ACVREP to embrace a continuum of specialized services without certifying practitioners who are not primarily involved in serving people with vision loss. And, whereas, without consultation from the American Council of the Blind, ACB, and other stakeholders, ACVREP recently announced determination to establish a new certification open only to occupational therapists, OTs, who acquire vision-related training to provide specialized services. And, whereas, if this certification effort is to continue, ACVREP should demonstrate a compelling justification for this additional certification. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the American Council of the Blind, in convention assembled that, this organization calls upon the staff and board of ACVREP to formally act to suspend any further development of a new OT certification until further input is sought from stakeholders in order to determine whether such a certification is indeed in the best interests of the overall field of specialized services for the blind and visually impaired. End of Resolution 2023-16 Resolución 2023-16 ACVREP y Certificación para Terapeutas Ocupacionales Presentada por Michael Byington y otros Por cuanto la Academy for Certification of Vision, Rehabilitation and Education Professionals Academia para la Certificación de Profesionales de la Educación y Rehabilitación de la Visión, ACBREP se estableció con el fin de destacar la importancia y mejorar el reconocimiento de las disciplinas profesionales altamente especializadas en el campo de la ceguera y la discapacidad visual. Y por cuanto la función de la ACBRP es asegurar que las opciones de certificación disponibles y los requisitos particulares para prácticas específicas reflejen y mantengan el consenso sobre la necesidad y el valor de los servicios especializados proporcionados por profesionales debidamente preparados. Y por cuanto es fundamental que la ACVREP adopte un espectro de servicios especializados sin certificar a profesionales que no se dediquen principalmente a atender a personas con pérdida de la visión. Y por cuanto, sin consultar al American Council of the Blind, ACB, y otras partes interesadas, la ACVREP anunció recientemente su decisión de establecer una nueva certificación abierta solo a terapeutas ocupacionales que adquieran capacitación relacionada con la visión para brindar servicios especializados. Y por cuanto, si esta iniciativa de certificación prospera, la ACWREP debería demostrar una justificación convincente para esta certificación adicional. El American Council of the Blind, reunido en convención, resuelve que esta organización solicite al personal y a la junta de la ACBREP que tome medidas formales para suspender el desarrollo de una nueva certificación para terapeutas ocupacionales hasta consultar en mayor profundidad a las partes interesadas para poder determinar si dicha certificación conviene a los intereses del campo general de servicios especializados para personas ciegas y con discapacidades visuales. Fin de la resolución 2023-16 Yes, ma'am. Um, before you go too far, um, I have someone who is um, asking to um, to make an amendment, and then I have someone who is um, anonymous who has uh, raised a concern, but I can't share that without being able to identify who you are, and I, I 
we had the anonymous option turned on, which I've now turned off. But if you um, don't identify who you are for for the meeting, then you can't you can't raise uh, your your point. Um, so you, you'll have to decide that and let us know. Um, but we have that, and then there was just before you begin this there because I wasn't over in the Q and A box. There was one clarification related to the to the topic that we were just doing with the bylaws that I wanted to go ahead and answer. And it was a technical uh, sort of a point of order question asking why I didn't take uh, people for and against. And I asked for people who were against. And when I didn't have any, I took one four because we take one more than the number of the other numbers. So that was zero. And the one was John. And so that and then that completed the process of taking taking the, the debate. So mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to just clarify that since I wasn't able to see that question and wasn't over here. Mm -hmm. So you do have an am amendment request and then. Um, Okay, I, so I think what we should do. Okay, and, is, and now I have the person who has identified themselves. So okay. um, I think the easiest thing would be to let you talk about that. So Amanda Selm, need, would you? Um, hey, Amanda. There she is. Amanda, you may unmute. Um, okay. Yes, Amanda. Go right ahead. Um hi, hi Ray. Um you know, I, I understand that you have a strong um, opinion about this resolution. And so I am wondering if it would be best for you to hand over the chair to Denise while we debate this um, resolution, just just so um, you have the opportunity to, to, to take your side. Um, you know, I, I don't need to. Let me say this, Amanda, and, and I would say this and uh, that I Certainly, uh, I, I think we all have opinions. Um, I, I think my job, my job here, I know my job here, is to make sure that the debate is conducted fairly and uh, with everybody being given an equal opportunity to present. Um, it's, this is different than last night. This last night was an issue where there was a, a perceived or maybe a real conflict of interest. Uh, this one, I feel like... Um, no matter what my opinion is on a subject, I think I've demonstrated over the years that um, I will conduct things fairly and equitably and um, will not at all let my uh, feelings uh, play into uh, any of the discussion. I think that um, I can do that. I think I can do that um, fairly well. And, you know, if, 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 you, if anyone is seeing that I'm not, please, please raise it. I, I, I welcome that. Thank you, Ms. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you for raising the point, Amanda. I appreciate it. And Doug Powell has requested to be able to offer an amendment. Okay. Uh, so, so I think we should, so I think what we'll do is we'll take that first because that could change the path that we'll be on here, maybe. So, uh, Mr. Powell, I'm when, as soon as you get unmuted, we'll, let's hear your amendment. Uh, I motion that the third uh, whereas clause be deleted. 
it sounds to me like there's an assumption that ACVREP will be trying to certify skills that are not in the vision rehab services uh, arena. And I, 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 in all of my discussions that I've heard, uh, there's no, there has, doesn't seem to be any, um, any inkling that, 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 that they would do that. So I okay. think that paragraph is confusing and unnecessary. Could, could we have that third whereas clause read, please? Oh, hold on. I'm not reading anything, am I? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Nancy, do you have the resolution there? Because I, I didn't open the resolutions yet. I'm kind of messed up here. I do. It's okay. the third whereas. It's the third whereas, please. Let's okay, so real quick before you read. Uh-huh. This is Gabe Griffith. I just want to let you know I am here. I'm on a bus. I'm saying muted as much as possible, but I am here if needed. All right. Thank you, Gabe. Okay. If this isn't right, stop me. Whereas it is essential for ACVREP to embrace a continuum of specialized services without certifying practitioners who are not primarily involved in serving people with vision loss and is that the okay. is, is, is that, that is it? that the clause though? Yes. Okay. So your motion is that that clause that we just heard be deleted. Um, is that all? Is that all you're asking? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> Mr. Chair. Yes. <laughs> I have. I'm not laughing at, at people. I'm laughing at the fact that I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. Um, Connie. Um, Connie Sims has. Um, a point of order and her point of order is that she announced last night that when she was um, um, going to speak in opposition that she had an amendment and so she wonders if her amendment is actually not in fact on the floor and first oh, before it okay um let me let me ask the parliamentarian about that so last night the miss sims had announced that she was going to propose an amendment and now we have an amendment proposed um, to the, I'm, I'm going to defer to the parliamentarian on that. Uh, yes, as that was unfinished business and you, you postponed and had she given her amendment last night? I don't, I don't know. She, she just said no. she had one. She, she had not had put one, it on the floor. Then, and we asked her and she was asked to wait to be oh. acknowledged in the opposition. If she was asked to wait, yes, she's in line. Okay. So, so what we're going, so Doug, then your amendment is at this point, uh, we're going to rule that out of order so we can take Connie's because we did promise uh, Connie that it was a late hour last night, guys. So yes. no, not, not a problem. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So we will, so, um, so I'm going to go back into the order I was planning to do things in last night because I think that is the most fair and um, Connie was going to propose her amendment at the time she spoke. So I think if everybody's okay with that, I think we'll just proceed in that direction as we were heading last night. Well, Mr. So, Chair, you do have a hand raised by Paul. Okay. Edwards. Yes, Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Paul. I guess he changed his line. Okay. 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 All right. So let's go continue down the path we were heading. So we, we have our five speakers that wish to speak against the resolution. 
um, and in one case indicated they were going to offer an amendment. So we will now hear, we now would like anybody who would like to speak for the resolution, please raise your hand. And excuse me, wait, aren't we going to need to take the amendment first? Let's no, Connie, have- Connie said she would do it at the time she spoke. So I, and, okay. I, and that's, that was what I told her last night. So I don't want to deviate from that. And but, but and, we would have to speak on the amendment. Then. Well, if, if the amendment is not viewed as friendly, yes. Okay. I'm so just we have asking. To speak on yeah, the amendment, okay. So. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do this right. Okay. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I agree. And, uh, I'm and just I asking hope, because I'm I appreciate trying to make it. Sure I, I appreciate. Well. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Uh, we should. Okay. All, Deb, I always appreciate all the coaching as always. So, um, we've got people with their hands up, and it, hopefully, one of those is uh, Michael Byington or someone who is the um, represents the maker of this resolution. I believe Lori is, isn't she? Yeah, Lori's one of them, yes. Okay, well, she has her hand raised, so Lori, okay. Lori you may unmute. Um, just to your, I spoke last night, so I'll yield back to other people okay. at this time. Okay, thank you. Um, so who do we have? All right, um, I believe this is Mitch, 626. That would be, that sounds like it would be. Um, Mr. Pomerantz, are you speaking in favor? Absolutely, I am speaking in favor of this resolution. Okay, so you are one, number one on my list. So let's see, Doug. Doug Powell, you have your hand raised. Cool. Doug, you may unmute. Okay, going once. I wonder if... Okay, I got it. There he is. There you are. Okay, and you're speaking for? Okay. Doug? Okay. Yes, I'm speaking for. Okay, thank you. So, Doug Paul is the second one on my list. Alice. Alice Richard. Mm -hmm. Alice, you may unmute. Yeah, sorry. My thing keeps jumping. Yes. You're speaking for. Got you down, Alice. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, let's see. That's three on my list. All right. Do you want, um, let's see. Michelle, you may unmute. Michelle, are you speaking for? Yes, I'm speaking for. Okay, that's four. And um, I can take um, I could take one more. All right. Anne or Michael Byington, you may unmute. Okay, we've got. Go okay. first anyway, won't he? Yeah. Oh. Right, I'm unmuted. Okay. You are. And are you? You're speaking for Michael. Yes, sir. I okay. <laughs> I almost erred there. I don't want to say obviously you're speaking for because I can't assume that, and that's not the proper role of the chair, folks. So. So, okay, so Michael is the representing the maker, is one of the makers. So I'm going to allow for one more so that we have our one more than the other side. So then the, the con side. So Harry Pacheco. Harry. I am most definitely speaking in favor of this resolution. Oh, okay. Uh, All righty. 
So thank you. Now I'm going to follow, I'm going to follow Deb's practice. So when we get to four to four in favor, I'm going to ask if there are, I'll see what time we have left. And then I will see if there are others that would like to speak. Now, in that case, we can't line them up necessarily. Uh, but what you'll be doing is you'll be raising hands. And when everybody who's ha who has already asked to speak has spoken, then we will start to um, take uh, take next speakers until we run out of debate time. Uh, Ray, uh, Michael Byington had said he did have his hand up when you were looking for someone to speak as as the writer. And um, yeah, I, I, got, I got him. I, I got him. Yep. Okay. We're going to put okay, him so. first. Um, okay. I just wasn't sure if you had him on your list. All yep. right. Thank you. Thank yep. you. Yeah, we sure do. Okay. So, uh, Parliamentarian Denise, if you would start the clock, please. And our first speaker is going to be Michael Byington. Certification is a complex and difficult issue. I realize that. This resolution, however, is actually quite simple and straightforward and easy to understand. The issue is that ACB REP announced that it was going to do this certification. And then after that announcement was made, they started making their usual excellent efforts in asking for input. Now, why is that a problem? Why should they have asked the information from the field before deciding to actually do the certification? Well, there are actually two precedents involved here that, uh, their setting that has not been done before in doing uh, this type of certification. Number one, this is the first time in ACVREP history that they have actually weakened a requirement for certain types of practice to be done in any blindness field. The second issue is that uh, they have not ever before proposed to certify a group of individuals who are not primarily by nature involved in necessarily the service of people who are blind and visually impaired. Those issues are why the resolution requests that they go back and cease efforts on this until they have asked the entire field that question. Is this certification a good idea to do or not? And that's what the resolution requests. I know that there's been a lot of debate already, so I will yield the rest of my time to others. And I want to thank everyone for their careful consideration of this. Time. Yeah, well, you didn't have much time left there, Michael. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Okay. Okay, we will now take uh, the first person on the list to speak against, which I believe would be Connie Sims. Yes, that's correct. Okay, Connie, you may go ahead. Okay, Hi. Connie, can can you, you have unmute? To raise your hand, honey. Yeah. Wait, okay, don't don't start her clock at this until we get her. She's she's not got her hand raised. Okay, Connie, you need to raise your hand. There she is. There she Johnny, is. Go ahead. You may okay. Before you start, I have asked for a point of order um, through the box. I would like 
are parliamentarian because I do feel that you are out of order, Ray, because I did not agree to what you said last night. I was told that I had to do my amendment with my speech. So that takes up my five minute rebuttal. And um, I would need a second to this. And that is not fair because you were going to give Doug precedence over me. So I would like to have some clarification. And I think that this is not being done fairly. Um. Let me let that, I'll, I'll I'll yield to the parliamentarian, but let me just say that the only reason I I was in error going to put Doug ahead of you unintentionally was that um, he had requested to do an amendment. Um, that that's why I asked the parliamentarian, "Do I I'm need to?" Sorry, Ray. I'm I'm sorry, Ray, but this was unfinished business. It was notated down. You specifically said on leadership today that you did not want any amendments passed. So but, you were very strong in your opinion. So I would like the parliamentarian to find out if me having to have a res amendment that I have a right to amend it and see if I can have a second. Okay. You, you, you absolutely right. well, you absolutely do, and I will defer over to uh, Denise. Yes, an amendment when it's posed needs a second and is open to debate. Uh, uh, Denise, what uh, I, I didn't catch what you what did you what did you say there? Yes, when an, an amendment is presented, it needs okay. It, it needs a second debate. Okay, okay. So, um, so Connie has moved to amend the motion, the resolution. Excuse me. Um, can we, uh, Denise? Should I should I ask about the text of the amendment first, yes. or should I wait till it's it probably should. Okay, I'm I'm not I'm not quite sure what I need to do here because I know I we know we need to get a second on it. You um, need to hear the the amendment and then yes, you need to get yes, a second. Yes, that's what that's what I thought. Um be read. Okay. So so Connie, if you could uh, read your amendment and you know you 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 are which you are moving and then we will go for a second and then folks we will be debating the amendments. Okay. So my first part of my amendment is exactly the whereas clauses. I can read all of that if you would like. Otherwise, I would just go down to um, resolve clause. And my resolve clauses are as stated. <clears throat> now, therefore, be it resolved that American Council of the Blind will have the executive director write a letter to ACVREP expressing our profound objection and disappointment that ACVREP is moving forward with this certification and training without having offered a formal invitation for ACB to participate in their stakeholder listening process and therefore be resolved that this organization calls upon 
the staff and board of ACVREP to formally act in the meaningful and engaging dialogue with ACB in any further development of the new OT training and certification. Okay. So Connie, just to make sure that we're cl I'm clear, you are basically replacing the existing resolve clause with those two. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Okay. Now, so that is the motion on the floor to amend this resolution to replace the current existing, currently existing resolve clause with the two that Connie just read. Is there someone who would be minded to second that motion? Well, Ray, there's a problem because you've got several hands and I'm not real sure which one might want to second. So I'll just, just take them and see if until we get somebody to, to second. All right. So Doug. Um, Inicio Corio is, is seconding it in the chat. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. And, and, we, and we are taking. Okay. Can uh, everyone seconds. hear me? Yes. yes. Can you hear me? Doug, we, we got a second. Okay. We got a second. Okay, so we do have a, it's been moved and seconded to amend the resolution, resolution 2023-16, um, by replacing the current, whereas, or resolve clause, excuse me, they get a little confusing, with the two resolve clauses that Connie just read. Okay. So okay, yeah. I have a point of order from Michael Byington. He um, says, "Yes, Michael." He's uh, go, Michael. Are you are you raised hand or do you want me to? Re is Michael's hand up? Uh, he actually. Uh, I put it in the. Uh, okay, there you are. You're you're open. Okay, you should put it. Go ahead and and state it since. Oh, okay. I thought you have I access to have you read it, but I'll do it. Uh, mm -hmm. My point of order is that uh, that is uh, such a complete rewrite that it is not an amendment. It should be a substitute motion. Thank you. And this is Lori as the other person who assisted. I agree with Michael. Okay. Um, I will defer to the parliamentarian. Okay. Substitute is a form of an amendment. Okay, so so she so she's substituting language, um, and she did not write it, rewrite any of the whereas clauses. She just is substituting the two resolve clauses. Um, Ray, that's where you start when you amend a resolution is with the the resolved clauses, and then you go to the whereas clauses if you have to change something there. But there are three forms of amendment: amend by striking out. Amend by inserting and in, uh, amending by substitution. Okay. So what you are telling me is that this motion in second is valid. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Okay. So uh, you've heard the parliamentarian. Um, Connie's motion can move forward. So we are now going to debate the amendments that has been proposed and motion by Connie Sims with a second from Anicio Correo. Correo. Um, Correa, I think is actually how I pronounce it. I'm sorry if I misspoke there. Okay. Um, Mr. Chair, I've yes. had a request from um, Chris Bell that the entire resolution be read. 
Um, so um, I don't know whether it would be easier, Connie, for you to do that or if you um, would like Nancy to to read. Well, the, does does he want the current? Does he want? He the, would like the, the whole thing. So he would like he, the current resolve, the current whereas clauses, and and the new resolve clauses. So it, the entire resolution as it would read in in its okay. entire. Okay. So he wants basically. So so what he's asking from for it is how this would sound if it were if we were to adopt this amendment. Yes. And okay. I need to step away for just two seconds for the plumber. So I'll be right back. Okay. All right. So is there someone who, Connie, I can, could you, oh, I can, you, I can read you, the whole. Do you, do you have Connie's substitute language? Up I, the do. Okay. I do. Okay. Whereas the Academy for Certification of Vision Rehabilitation and Education Professionals, ACVREP, was established in order to enhance the stature and recognition of the highly specialized professional disciplines in the field of blindness and vision impairment. And whereas ACVREP's role is to ensure that available certification options and the particular requirements for specific practices reflect and preserve consensus concerning the need for and value of specialized services provided by properly prepared professionals and whereas it is essential for ACVREP to embrace a continuum of specialized services without certifying practitioners who are not primarily involved in serving mm -hmm. people with vision loss, and whereas without cons consultation from the American Council of the Blind, ACB, and other stakeholders, ACVREP recently announced determination to establish a new certification open only to occupational therapists, OTs, who, who acquire vision-related training to provide specialized services. And whereas if this certification effort is to continue, ACVREP should demonstrate a compelling justification for this additional certification. Now, therefore, be it resolved that American Council of the Blind will have the executive director write a letter to ACVREP expressing our profound, ob profound objection and disappointment that ACVREP is moving forward with the certification and training without having offered a formal invitation to ACB to participate in their stakeholder listening process and be it re further resolved that this organization calls upon the staff and board of ACVREP to formally act in a meaningful an engaging dialogue with ACB in any further development of the new OT training and certification. Okay. So if we adopt this amendment, that is how the resolution would sound. Um, uh, thank you, Chris. And I have returned. I just. Okay. You. Very good. All right. So now we are going to go about debating the amendment the first thing we will do is and uh, is we will um and connie stay there stay there in case there are any questions um <clears throat> so we're gonna start the clock now for our five mr minutes. chair may i ask you a question as the host we have yes. got we've got previous hands and we've got more hands do you want me to lower let's everybody's take all, let's take all hands down okay while you're doing that carla um asks 
would like to hear the whole thing as it originally was. Come on. We've already done we read that. that. We did that at the opening this evening. So I don't know. Yeah. But Ray, she's asking, I think, to compare. So oh, would, oh. would Carla, would it would it work for you if we read the, the two sets of resolves? Um, because the whereases are the same either yeah, way. The whereases are the same. Okay, so is Carla's hand up? No, ma'am. Okay, then. Um, Carla, if you'd like to raise your hand, the question you're being asked is, would it work if we just read the two sets of resolve clauses so you could hear those? The current, what it currently reads and what it's being proposed to read. You do have an 810. Oh, okay, never mind. I know no, that's not no, Carla. No, but no, that's not Carla. I, yeah, I don't know if that's a... Um, all right, 810 area code, you may go ahead and ask your question. Carla, you may. There, there she is. Good, good. Yeah. Carla, go ahead. All right. Yes, thank you. Yes, I would. I think Chris had originally asked that both the original and the amending language be read. Um, and that's how I understood it. I would like to hear the original uh, as well as the amending language. We've already heard the amending. So let's hear the original again. Oh, okay. So you can we just, is it, so the whereas are the same. Can we just read yes. the original resolve? Okay. Yes. The resolve clause. Yeah, the resolve. Okay. Yeah. That's what let's she said. Let's do that then. Okay. It could have been read by now. Okay. The original. Resolve. Be resolved clause. Sorry about that, you guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the American Council of the Blind in convention assembled that this organization call upon the staff and board of ACVREP to formally act to suspend any further development of a new OT certification until further input is sought, is sought from stakeholders in order to determine whether such a certification is indeed in the best interests of the overall field of specialist, specialized services for the blind and visually impaired. Okay. All so, right. Ray, so now let's. Ray, this is Connie. Uh, yes, Connie. So, when you ask for the pros and cons, I will be able to speak on my behalf and like you absolutely will uh, you will be as we since as we've done with resolutions as the maker of the amendment you will be allowed to speak first out of the chute for thank you oh, you betcha all right so we now we now will start the clock for five minutes if there are any questions or clarifications and we have connie here so she can help answer those so do we have any hands all right viola you may unmute. So am I correct in understanding, Connie, basically what you did was make it a little stronger. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, Viola, I, a bit stronger. Is that right? Yeah. So I, what I'm doing is basically the, the other one is asking us to basically stop everything. I'm asking that we our executive director um, write a harsh letter 
letting them know how we feel. And then I'm, we then we go in and we pick up and work with them. Because um, now and, I understand the resolution. When you did that, it made things a lot clearer. So thank you. And that's that's what I thought, but I just wanted you to clarify for me. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, Christy, don't want to go. It's Christy. Um, I'd like to um, ask uh, to Connie if, if we can um, possibly, it's a friendly amendment, that we put part of the language back in where we say we step that sentence where it says stop because I I have a I don't think that ACVREP is going to listen to us and they are going to just go ahead and do what they want. Um, I would say no to that. Part of the reason I wrote this was um, they're going to do what they want to do if and they are a partner with us and as a stakeholder we want to be able to be part of this mm -hmm. and we don't want to just cease and desist. So um, I think that they, if we know, they know how we feel in our letter that we write, um, that should be very harsh and very stern. And we come to the table and it's no different than us partnering with like say Amazon or um, Microsoft or anything in the past when we have been brought in late. Let's let's still come to the table and let's participate. Hi, that would that that that's that that's fabulous, and I agree to that. And as as a in the field, thank you, Connie, for making this stronger. Okay, thank you. All right, Cheryl. Um, hi, Connie. So, I actually disagree that you've made this resolution stronger um, because. Uh -oh. And no, I'm sorry, Cheryl. I'm that's that is debate. That's debate. No, no, but no, but hold on. But if people are able to ask a question saying, "How does this make it stronger?" I want Connie to talk to me about how does it make it not stronger? Because it seems like writing a letter and saying, "Oh, we disagree," is significantly different than saying, "Stop what you're doing." So help me understand. Okay. okay. Yeah. You. Okay. You're in order. Okay. So if we stop and and tell them not to um, completely stop, what, what good is that? Because we, in, in what I referred to last night in 2021-01, um, and I know some people disagree with me, but if you really look at it and you compare the two resolutions, we are asking for training of all um, healthcare providers and ACVREP is a party, a partner that we can use to help utilize that. And if we just don't want to have them be at the table with us, then what good is that going to be? I mean, because they're going to do what we want to do. They want to do. We can't make them. We can tell them to stop and cease doing this. But how are we going to truly make them do that? They are an organization. We don't have the power to make them do that. So if we can do a letter and strongly state our case, then we should be able to come to the table then and help them make this better for the OTs because OTs want this. And 
I think that it would be a stronger case if we can show that, yep, we're upset with you, but yet we still want to have part of this party and let's go forward. Can I, can I say something? Or, yeah, go ahead, Cheryl. And then I think we're going to be out I, of time. I'm just going to say the 21 resolution watered it down to sending a letter and nothing changed. So I don't know how watering it down again and sending a lot, another letter uh, will change anything. So okay. I, I don't see your amendment as strengthening our position. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I think we're out of time. Okay. Let's lower all hands, please. As we are now about to begin debate, and remember, we are debating the amendment, which has been brought forward by Connie Sims. And, okay. Let me know when they're all down, please. They're and all we down. have some comments from people that feel that, that the, the Q&A was largely debate and should be deducted from the, the, the um, opposition side, just well, as a matter of... I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not going to, I don't, I, I, it, it was close, but um, I, I could see it going either way, but uh, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move ahead. All right. We are now have all hands down. Let us see. Is there anyone wishing to speak against the amendment being proposed by Connie Sims? All right. Let's see. Betsy, you may unmute. Betsy Grenovich. Betsy Grenovich, are you speaking against? Oh, come on, well, let me. Well, Betsy, yes, you are. You're you're you are. It says it was still muted. Yes, I'm speaking against the amendment. Okay, that's one. All right, Karen Campbell. Karen? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, I wish to speak against. Okay. Thank you. That's number two. Debbie Grubb, you may unmute. Yes, I would like to speak in opposition to the amendment. We've got you down. That's three in opposition. Jean right. Mann, you may unmute. Gene Mann? No, just a minute. All right, we'll go to Don Horn. You may unmute. Yes, I would like to speak in opposition to the amendment. Okay, it's four people, and uh, we can take one more. Dave Dumpy, you may unmute. David? <clears throat> David, you may unmute. Okay. There, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm David, and I would like to speak against the amendment. Okay. So we have our five against. So if we could lower all hands, please. Okay. As soon as they're well, down. Hang on. Let me Why know. Is it, yeah, it's not letting me get there. Oh, Zoom. there we go. I got it. The fun of Zoom. Yes, <laughs> I yes. got it. <laughs> we got them all. We got them all down then, Sheila. Yes, sir. <laughs> Very good. Okay. All those wishing to speak in favor 
of the amendments, please raise your hands. All right, Chris Bell, you may unmute. Yes, I will speak in favor of the amendment. Okay, that would be one. Any, any more? Doreen, you may unmute. Yes, thank you. My name is Doreen Cornwell from Seattle, and I would like to speak in favor of the amendment. Okay, that's two. Pat, Pat Sheehan, you may unmute. I would like to speak in favor also. Okay, that's three. We will take two more. All right, Chris Gray, you may unmute. Yes, I would like to speak in favor of the amendment. Four. Okay, then we'll take one more. Carla, you may unmute. Carla Rushable. Mm -hmm. One more time. <laughs> Carla? Okay. Yes, uh, I would like I would like to speak in favor. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. That's um that will be our five. Now I will follow before we start the clock. I'm going to follow Deb's lead. And so when we get to our fourth person four, I will ask if there are anyone else. I'll see how much time we have from the parliamentarian. And then I will ask if there's anyone else wishing to speak on the amendment. And, you know, depending on how much time we have, I will, um, you know, tell you that, you know, we'll be able to take a few people. I'll give you an idea how many people we can probably take. Um, of course, at the end of the first 20 minutes, you have the option to vote to extend debate if you so choose. And with all that said, we are going to go to our first speaker, and that would be the maker of the amendment, Connie Sims. Thank you, Ray. So I've said a lot of my stuff already, but I'm going to repeat a little bit of it. But ACB has always accomplished its goals when we worked with our partners in a collaboration of congenital manner, creating products and services that benefit blind people as a whole. What my amendment proposes we do is continue along this path. It acknowledges that ACV REP has come up short in its responsibility to work with the stakeholders to provide meaningful input. In their OT certification process, it is also allows ACB to go forward with a seat at the table to correct the de deficiencies in their current proposal. The current resolution does not allow for this, but does ask ACB REP to cease and desist with their current process. There are two problems with that approach. The first is that most likely ACV REP will continue with their development along with along with a given path or without our input. Do we really want that? We're one of the stakeholders and we need to be able to work with them. The second one is that we don't want to have it, this is my way or the highway approach in the current resolution. It is not the ACB way to do business or consistent with the history and core values. When we had issues with Microsoft and IE browsers compatible compatibility and did we turn our backs on Microsoft and give Microsoft or 
an ultimatum. When we worked with quiet cars, we worked with them. And I could go on. So we we have our core values and we need to remember we collaborate. We are family. We go forward and we work together and we want to make this better for everyone. And I have researched their website and they really truly are trying to make things better for the blind and low vision. And we need to be able to partner with them. It's I'm not against them. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Connie. Um, our first speaker against would be Betsy Grenovich. Audio now on mute alert. My biggest problem with the recommended amendment is that it just says ACB and you're leaving out a lot of stakeholders. It should not be just ACB involved in the discussions with them. And I also agree with the person that said a letter will not work. It's stakeholders and it should be all stakeholders. Okay. Thank you. Our next person speaking in favor is Chris Bell. Chris Bell. Chris Bell. Thank you. Um, well, first of all, uh, I think the resolution, uh, as it was originally written with the whereas clauses, makes an incorrect assumption that the only relevant stakeholders are people in the vision rehabilitation services sector. I think the most important stakeholders are the people that are experiencing vision loss who aren't getting their services or their needs met. Okay. So I think it is an improvement to go from a whereas clause, which is just say no to a whereas clause. You mean a resolve. We'll work with you. Yes. Sorry. Thanks. Yeah. Now, they may not do that, but, you know, I, I think it's worth trying, and honey is better than vinegar. Okay. And I'm just going to Terry, Terry Pacheco has a friendly amend, proposed friendly amendment. I don't know where you want that. I don't think she's in the queue, is she? Uh, she's not in the queue. Yes, she is. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, then we is. can take it there, um, is that? Or no, yeah, we need to take I think it now. we can do... I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I need some help with this because if somebody wants to propose an amendment. Well, it's a fr she's hoping it's a friendly amendment. So I think if okay. you wait and take her in the queue, if it's not friendly. But it, but it might change people's yeah. minds about how they feel about. Okay. The, so you want to take her friendly. Let's amendment. let's um, let's. What's what 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 would be. The recommendation. See, one of the things about our standing rules, it's not real clear to me where you can, I mean, you should be able to pose an amendment anywhere. I guess it's not real clear what I should do here because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get in more trouble. <laughs> so. Ray, I'll tell you, it's only four words. Okay. <laughs> um, with, uh, unless anybody objects, well, uh, let's, let's hear it and Let's Ray, see, if she let's takes see. it as friendly, you're fine, and then okay, she doesn't, okay, then okay. it has to go into the... Then, we, then we would have to She'd have to decide if... It, yes. Okay, yep. she would decide somewhere. Okay, so go ahead, Terry. Okay. In the piece where it says that the letter has to be written, it should be sent by the executive director. All the request is, and it's coming from both myself and my husband... Uh, so he'll second it if you want. <laughs> um, is 
as approved by the board of directors? No. 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 So, so that Terry, this is Connie. So you are saying that you would like to have um, leave the executive director in with the approval of the board of directors? No, I'm saying that the board of directors would approve the letter that the executive director is going to send. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was trying to mean. So okay, when we have written letters before, when the executive director um, has written a letter, then the board approves it when we've had issues mm -hmm. with other partners. I would yes. take that as a friendly agreement that we okay. could. Thank you. Um, okay. You'll take that's okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So could you repeat that? I'm sorry. Oh, add the words. So she wants to add, um, now, therefore, be it resolved that the American Council of the Blind will have the executive director write a letter with the board, with the ACB board's approval will be sent to the ACBREP. Okay. So basically, the uh, executive director writes it and the board approves. I think... Uh, I think we understand the just thing, and Connie took it as friendly, so we will uh, continue on. And so you, our next Connie. one, next person speaking in opposition, I believe. Karen Campbell. Okay. Okay, I should still be unmuted? Yes, you are. Okay, great. I think this amendment weakens the resolution considerably, and... We need to speak with a strong voice because if we don't, there are vulnerable populations such as deafblind, older Americans losing vision, and blind and visually impaired with other disabilities who will lose out in a big way. I urge a no vote on this amendment. All right. Okay, next person speaking for? Doreen Cornwell. Doreen, go ahead. Thank you very much for the opportunity to speak. Um, the friendly amendment does not change my view strongly in favor of this amendment. I think actually there are not enough people serving blind and visually impaired people. I see this as occupational therapists reaching out and saying, we want to be a part of it so that if you're an occupational therapist employed, for example, in a retirement community with members who are losing vision, um, that you're willing to take the initiative to say, how can I better serve the people I work with? Um, I strongly support ACB being proactive about saying, we want to be part of this conversation. And as other people have said, the, the, the ACB, sorry, the other organization is going to go ahead regardless of whether ACB is involved or not. I feel like we can speak on behalf of ACB if we want to reach out to other blindness organizations like NFB or AFB's programs, or we could suggest that the second organization uh, reach out to them as well. But if we're writing a resolution for ACB, I'm quite satisfied that, that we're, we're saying as much as needs to be said. Thank you. Thank you. I have a Next. point of order from Peter Hyde. Um, he asks if the seconder of the uh, of the original amendment is 
okay is is approving the um Oops, the friendly would, amendment we, we that did, would be an issue that would be an issue an issue uh, would do you take that amendment again approval of the board of directors you take that as friendly Okay. Can we get Anisio's hand up or get him to write something into the QA box? Okay. Yes, yes, he says yes. Okay, okay, very good. Um, and, and did miss that. Sorry about that. Um, a little rusty here, guys. All right. So our next person speaking in opposition is Debbie Grubb. Debbie Grubb. Debbie, go right ahead. Hi, um, I want to remind us of a couple of things. When an organization refuses to include us in something as important as what we're doing, we are not partners. Just take that in mind. We are not equals. They want to give us a place at the table on their sufferance and to make it look good like we are included. Second of all, I don't think anybody who cares about all segments of our population would object to occupational therapists being properly trained to work with our people. But the standard in this resolution, people, is greatly lower than the standard that other individuals trained in our field have to abide by. So that is an extremely important thing. And if we're not partners and we're not equals, we need to know it now. And the final thing I will say is that the resolution does not tell them to stop forever. It says a temporary hold or stop until we can work out the various aspects of this entire process. And so I urge you to think about what everyone has said here and to vote against this amendment and for this resolution in its original form. Thank you very much for your okay. time. Mr. Thank Chair, you. there's a lot of um, people expressing concern that the debate on the amendment is really debate on the resolution. It, it, so and, and I'm I need you to just clarify. I'm going to say it's not because you, you do have to talk to a little bit to the original resolution to make your point on the amendment. So um, I, I was watching that. Um, I don't feel that uh, she... Uh, went went too went over the line there, so I'm I'm uh, I'm good with uh, I'm good with what uh, Debbie said. I think um, she she only talked about the regular the original resolution to make her points uh, against the amendment. I felt so. Okay, uh, before I go on, um, Madam Parliamentarian, how much time do we have? 12 minutes. Okay. We've got 12 minutes. We can probably take uh, you know, five or six more, up to five or six more. So if you'd like to speak on this amendment, please get your hands up. And um, we will Ray, go to... You've got, you've got a list of people already. I know, uh, Sheila, I know yeah. that. Okay. I'm just okay. trying to get you other people, people prepared. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I want I wanted basically any, any new people that would gotcha. want to speak. Okay. Yeah, that, just like just like we did with the other thing. All right. Number four speaking in favor, I believe, is Chris Gray. That's correct. Okay. Thank you very much. I'll be pretty brief here. You know, I don't see how this new set of resolve clauses 
weakens this resolution. I'm voting for it because it strengthens the resolution and it needs to be strengthened. This is a situation where ACB is basically being blown off by an organization with whom we are supposed to be working. Well, it's not happening this time. And I feel that ACB needs to be far stronger than it has been in this area. I don't care if these folks are partners, quote unquote, or, or not. Uh, in this case, they have not been good partners. And that's the point. I belong to ACB because we're a strong advocacy organization, because when we believe in something, we stand for it. This set of resolve clauses does this far better than the resolves of the original resolution. And I'm very happy to see it here. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Next person speaking in opposition. Don Horn. Don Horn. Go ahead, sir. Yes. Um, I actually think that I'm in opposition to the amendment for a couple of reasons. One is that the what the original amendment does, the, the wording may not be great, but what the original amendment, what the original language rather, what the original language does is it it enumerates the reasons that this is particularly grave in this instance, i.e., this is the first time that ACVREP is looking at certifying a profession that is not unique to blindness. I also think, I don't think that the letter needs to be strong or nasty, but I think we have a better chance of getting ACVREP to understand our point if we delineate that. I don't think it has to be oppositional, although I do think we need to say that the blind community needed to be consulted. But I actually think that ACVREP, if we delineated, because the this is a major change to the type of certifications that ACVREP has been involved in, if they see that, they may very well say, Oh, yeah, this is a really valid point. Whereas if we weaken it and just send a letter saying you didn't include us, I think that actually makes it weaker because it's less for them to think about. I don't think it has to be oppositional. Okay. Thank you, Don. And our fifth speaker for would be Carla Rushable. Uh, Mr. Chair, I actually... Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually misspoke, um, <laughs> and I apologize to the person. Um, I kind of skipped him, and I didn't mean to. Uh, Pat Sheehan. Okay, Pat Sheehan is okay. She, okay, so this this is. Uh, uh, go ahead, Pat. You go ahead for, and then I think we've got one more against, and then we'll yes, take Carla. Yes. Oh, thank okay. you. All right. Thank you. I was wondering where Sorry, I was in Pat. the whole list. Not <laughs> a problem at all. So. I am speaking uh, in favor of this. Uh, I think that for a couple of things, and Connie, I'd like to ask, actually ask for uh, a friendly amendment on this. Betsy Grenovich uh, indicated that she thought it would be stronger if we included all stakeholders in the letter. And I would like to see that included in the letter so that when we write the letter that we're not just talking about ACB, but talking to all stakeholders. So that would be my first request. 
would you consider that to be friendly? Pat, yes, I would. Um, okay, good. Thank yeah. you for that. Secondly, I think that the letter is an, an important tool for us moving forward because it's going to help us to articulate our point of view. If you don't have the letter, and speaking just to this, uh, all you're going to have is cease and desist. We're in opposition, and that's it. The question that I would ask uh, the, the, the individuals who will be voting on this is, what happens if they decide to say no? You have no alternatives. What Connie is giving us here is an alternative where we get to articulate our points, why they are important, how we want to move forward, and what we want to do. What I see moving forward is that we want to have everyone have the equivalent certification uh, with both groups. But we can do that much better if we're sitting at the table than if we have been uh, ostracized from the table and not able to speak to, to individuals. Uh, as Connie indicated earlier, when we had issues with Microsoft back in the old browser days with IE4, we didn't turn our backs. Thank we you. need to have okay. um, the seconder. Liz asks for the seconder to accept uh, Pat's friendly amendment. He he did. Inicio did, did. Yeah, he, you said you told me he did. No, that was the other friendly amendment. Okay, the seconder. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Thanks. We need to have. Yeah. Well, yes, he does. And yes, he does. But I just wanted to. Yeah. Okay. Every time okay. you get one, you got to ask the you, seconder. <laughs> yeah, you guys are you guys are good. All right. <laughs> Next uh, uh, person against the last person against is David. David, Can you guys hear me? Okay. I was having yes. a little yes. trouble. All right. Perfect. I'll make this brief because, to be honest, I wish all of the minds of this could have come together to make a resolution that includes both because I think both have really awesome qualities that make them great. I like being nice to people, so I don't mind giving honey instead of vinegar and all that. But you know what I am tired of? And this is why I had to speak against the amendment. I'm tired of how all of a sudden I come into work or come into the world and we've all experienced this. There's a new process in place. We weren't consulted. We weren't asked. Our input wasn't sought out. And trying to implement accessibility into it is a nightmare with a bunch of moving parts. And like a certification has a lot of moving parts. So I think if we politely recommend a hold on the process so we can implement ideas, see where they're at, and try to correct the problems before they come up as much as we can in a process, you know, measure twice, cut once, the whole thing. I think that would make it a more efficient resolution and really show that we're serious about making sure that this certification is done properly for those who really want to get involved, you know, with visual okay. and such. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And our last person speaking for for this group is Carla Rushable. Carla Rushable, there we go. Carla, you need to unmute. Uh, she is unmuted. Okay, go ahead, Carla. Carla is showing as unmuted. Uh, um, check your microphone, Carla. It might be. Check your, yeah, check your mic. You may have. Uh, 
I really, I really, because I'm going to be unfair if I don't uh, take her point, but if we can't get her off mute, I'm not quite sure what else to do. So, um, you could take one more for it. Why don't I take one more? Okay. Is there anybody else that wishes to speak for? Carla seems to be having some technical issues or something there. Well, Uh, Jane Mann has her hand. Jean, Jean, are you speaking for the amendment? No, I'm speaking against. Okay. Hang in there. We've got one more. Let's see. I just have Um, trouble muting and unmuting it when I raise my hand tonight. Okay. Do we got anybody? Liz Botner, go ahead and unmute. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Liz. I will speak for the amendment. Okay. Okay, Why don't I go ahead and take you now then? Sure. Um, I am speaking as a certified blind rehab professional. I have worked in the medical center environment, both inpatient and outpatient, and we need everyone at the table in terms of providers. And I will actually, we as blind rehab professionals are medical providers. So I don't think there's any conflict of interest with that previous resolution in 2021. Also, we need to be part of the table of whether the certification is is happening or not with AC Barrier REP, we need to be there. And with the resolution, how it currently stands, we are not at the table, I don't think. I really feel like this amendment is a, a better thing for us as an organization and us as a, a blind and low vision community in terms of the professionals that would come out of that certification. And we need to be at the table. And this amendment helps us do that. Thank you. Okay. Okay, so we had one more on the pro side than on the con side. How much time do we have, Denise? Two minutes. Uh, how much? I didn't catch that. Now it's one fifty-five. Okay, okay. It's going let's down. Go. Okay, we're gonna take. Let's take. Try to take one each way before we have to vote on extending debate. We did have Gene Mann mm-hmm. speaking, wanting to speak against. So go ahead, Gene. Oh, stupid thing. You're good. Still lower hand. Wow, come so I can't I, believe I just did that. Exclamation mark. Good for me. Oh. Exclamation mark. Whoops. I'm sorry. Somebody needs to mute. Someone needs to be okay. muted. I think it's Liz. Sorry. That's okay. So anyway, um, I I do not see where this harsh letter is going to make any difference. Oh, shit. Um, seriously, they've already been told that we're not happy with with them, and I I really think that if we 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 don't know for sure that they're going to stop what they're doing, no matter how harsh a letter we write or whether we don't write one at all. But I really think that the original resolution, which specifically says to them, we want you to stop until we get a chance to sit down with you and others, you know, we and other stakeholders get a chance to sit down with you. And I, I personally think that's the direction to go. If I understand what Connie wants to do correctly, she wants to write a harsh letter telling them that we're not happy with them and we'd like to talk to them. But there's nothing in her letter that says that we want you to stop what you're doing until we sit down and talk to you. So I, I'm, I'm going with the original resolution. Okay. And uh, how are we doing on time, Denise? Uh, Denise? 17 seconds. Okay. We're probably not going to get somebody uh, able to speak in 17 seconds. So what I would like to do, because we are about to the end of our first 20 minute debate period. um, I would like to 
see if, if there is someone who is minded to make a motion to extend debate. Raise your hand if you'd like to make said motion. Or put it in the QA box. We've been allowing that, so we'll allow that here too. And it would be if you if you, you would be motioning to extend debate for up to an additional 20 minutes. All right, David Tanner, you may unmute. David, you can unmute. Hello. Hello, David. I I move to extend the debate time. Okay, for up to an additional 20 minutes. Um, additional is there someone is there someone minded to second that motion? Okay. Do we have any hands, sir, Sheila? Um no, sir. Okay. Lynn Coral will second. Okay. We've been uh, came in the QA box. We've been allowing that, so uh, we'll allow it here. So it has been moved and seconded that we extend debate for up to an additional 20 minutes. Okay. So let's lower all hands, please. Down. They, they down? Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. All those voting in favor of extending the time of debate on the amendment for up to an additional 20 minutes, please raise your hand. Okay. Uh, not sure how much time you want to give them, right? No, they'll oh. tell you. They'll tell I gotcha. you. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, we have them. we have settled. Okay, so you can lower those hands. Gotcha. And Nancy will lower them in the panel. Yes. Oh, sorry, Ray. I'm, I'm, I've been sleeping here. Um, all hands are down. Okay. No I am problem. so sorry. Not a problem. <laughs> all those wishing to vote against extending debate for up to an additional 20 minutes on the amendment, please raise your hand.
We are settled. Okay. Count, can we have the count? The vote for extending the debate is 12 for and 173 against, and there was 232 participating in Zoom. <clears throat> All right. Um, there being, uh, there being uh, the vote to extend debate has failed, so we will now proceed to the vote on the amendment. And since it's been a little while, I know this will take a little extra time, but I think oh. we should we should read the original resolve clause and what the new resolve clauses would be, just to make sure everybody's right. clear on what you're. Yes. Could could Sheila please put me back so I have a hand so I can vote, please? Put you back. Oh, yeah. Uh, that would that would be Alice Richard. Oh, I I haven't touched Alice, so. Well, but she's I'm, she's able to talk. I don't know what. Uh, yeah. yeah, you could still raise your hand, even though you've yeah, been unmuted. Yeah. But go ahead and mute. Um, I, I got take her. that away from Alice. Turn her, turn her permission I, off. I, I got her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I could I not. Think it would My be hand a good was idea not there. It's us. still up, but somehow she still has permission to talk. It's because she was in the original group that was in the original, original. Yeah, yeah. The original. Oh, <laughs> I way understand. Back when, way back when. Okay. <laughs> way so, Alice, you should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. You can raise your hand. You Got can it. raise and lower your hand. Um, all right. So, we are, I, I think we should read the original resolve clause and the two new resolve clauses that are being proposed as the amendments, uh, just to make sure everybody is clear on what you're voting on. So can we read the original first and then the, the new ones? Okay. I, I'm comfortable doing the original, but where we added in, there's that last part. Um, I think Pat Sheehan asked about all stakeholders. I'm not exactly sure where they want that. If they wanted ACB and all stakeholders to participate in the yes, first I think paragraph. That's, yeah, okay. I think that's where we want it, yeah. Okay, so... The original is, now therefore be it resolved by the American Council of the Blind in convention assembled that this organization call upon the staff and board of ACVREP to formally act to suspend any further development of a new OT certification until further input is sought from stakeholders in order to determine whether such a certification is indeed in the best interests of the overall field of specialized services for the blind and visually impaired. Okay. The amendment, now therefore, be it resolved that the American Council of the Blind will have the executive director write a letter with ACB board approval to ACVREP expressing our profound objection and disappointment that ACBREP is moving forward with this certification and training without having offered a formal invitation for ACB and all stakeholders to participate in their stakeholder listening process and be it res further resolved that this organization calls upon the staff and board of ACBREP to formally act in a meaningful and engaging dialogue with ACB and all stakeholders in any further development of the new OT training and certification. Okay, so the last two resolves that you heard, if you vote in favor, that's what you'll be putting, you'll be adding to the resolution. If you vote against, they will not be added. So with all that being said, 
All of those in favor of the amendment to the resolve clauses for resolution 2023-16, please raise your hand. Voting in favor. We are settled. Okay, let's lower all hands, please. And let me know when they are down. <clears throat> all right, hang on. Not letting me find the lower all hands again. This is being, there we go. Jeez, it's very touchy tonight. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. It's getting tired of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay let me, we, have, we have a hand that popped back up. Okay. Again, don't touch your devices. We will get them lowered. Are we all down now? Nope. Are you getting that, Sheila? Might have to get it manually. Yeah. Uh -huh. you might so have. There we go. Okay. Okay. Very good. All and hands are lowered. Okay. <clears throat> All of those wishing to vote against the amendment uh, to resolution 2023-16, please raise your hand. We are settled. Okay. May we have the count, please? Those voting in favor, 117. Those voting against, 80. And there are 236 participating <clears throat> in Zoom. Okay. Uh, the vote was 117 to 80 in favor of the amendment. Uh, does anyone who voted in the minority wish to have a record vote on the amendment? Oh, you know what? We 
Probably need to make oh. sure all hands are raised first, right? Let's get them down. Let's, yeah, like, sorry, sorry I'm about sorry. that. I'm I sorry about we had that. Them. I'm sorry about that. I keep forgetting that. They, they, go to, they, they go down so much quicker in the ballroom. <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got, do. I had to get used to this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I have one more hand. Down. I've got a couple of hands up, you guys. Let's put them down, and then I will ask again. I do okay. apologize. Okay, Sheila will put Sheila will put everybody's hands down. Sure. Put them down. All hands are lowered. Okay. So, is there anyone who voted in the minority that would like to have a record vote? Please raise your hand. And this would be a record vote on the amendment. We are settled. Okay. And what do we have for accounts? There are 38 individuals that are requesting a record vote. Okay. All right, folks. So here is where we are. Because now we need to figure out what we're going to do that record vote so that we can still get through our business and all of that. Yeah, the, rec the record vote will be on the 5th. But then, Deb, if, it, if the amendment goes through, then we when are we going to debate the resolution? Uh, well, the, the, amendment the amended resolution. But then we have to vote on the amended resolution. If it, if if the amendment if passes, the amendment, if the amendment passes, the amendment it replaces the the resolve clause. So then there's nothing else there. Yeah, but then if you the would... amendment fails, then if you have a, you, you know, then then what, let's see, then because if the amendment. Pat, let's get a help from the parliamentarian because yeah. I want to make sure before everybody starts jumping in on this. <laughs> so we have we need to take the record vote on this amendment. If the amendment passes, it becomes the resolution. It becomes part of the resolution. Right. Okay. No, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Denise. It it becomes what is being presented as the resolution because you have not amended any of the whereases yet. Right. Okay. Right. So and we will we need still to have determine. to vote on the on the actual resolution. That's what I'm saying. Right. So. Okay. Okay. Right. I understand. Okay. I just I'm yeah. trying yeah. to understand. He's, yeah. No. I I I I understood where. Ray okay. So then the first you, vote. Yeah. So we would. So we have record votes. Then to answer answer Ray's question about when it can be, we have record votes currently av available on on Monday, Tuesday. Um, and we hadn't planned one for Wednesday, but we put, there could be, and there is on Thursday. So we would probably do the record vote mm -hmm. for this on Monday, July third. Mm -hmm. Okay, and we and and will have to so, find time at during the convention to then come back and debate the actual resolution. Our Run. standing rules say that if we vote on an amendment, that and if the amendment. Uh, passes. Well, we still need to vote vote on the resolution. You're correct, and that right. would actually, yeah, that would. Uh, 
We need to figure. We need to figure all this out. We need so to like, figure yeah, this out, guys. I think the way I think, like Deb was mm-hmm. saying, if there's record votes on on multiple days, I think we need to do this on the resolution or the. Uh, I would, I would pr- say that we need to have the amendment as early as possible. Yes. So we can Monday. then try to find time. So we can find some time. Monday, so, so we can we, find time to de- come back and, and we're going to have to debate the resolution, whether amended or not. So, yeah. Deb, and then. Yeah. Yeah. Deb, am I hearing that on the first ballot that is done, this would be part of the first ballot and there would be pro- potentially two pieces to that ballot? Uh, yes, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to figure out is if there's any way we may. What I think we may have to do is um, is is have some offline discussion and provide for the membership exactly how this will go. Because in theory, the um, that's what we would do is we would have um, any elections that are. Um, contested would happen the first opportunity for that is on the first so if if there were were none i'm sorry the not the first the third excuse me i i have problems with july starting on saturday um so basically if we um if on the third is this first scheduled election i mean a record vote that we have and it is for the purpose of any uh, the first contested office and it could include uh this as well what i'm trying to figure out though is the logistics of having debate on this um because so i believe what we're going to have to do is determine uh logistically what we can do The, the question box is going wild you guys if you want to talk you're gonna to have to put your hands up um you've got it, like eight people that have been yeah great. so my yeah. my concern is that i think we're going to need to sort this offline and yeah. advise everyone regarding the official how we can make this work because the the logistical problem that we have is that uh to do a record vote we have to have enough time for people to do their individual vote and then we have to be able to schedule the record we have to schedule the record vote and we have to have the roll call following it so convention has to be in session for us to have the roll call vote and um and so we typically we have planned that there could be a um a a um a record vote potentially each of the days that we're in in convention session. So th- the first session being Saturday, we can't have had a we can't start there with a roll call because we we wouldn't have the ability to set that up ahead. So the first day that that's possible really is Monday. So okay. um, I, th- I th- we're okay. going to have to sit down and figure out the logistics. Yep. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that's uh, that's. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure out. I don't think uh, we really planned for this. Well, you never can no, totally plan for this. One of our problem. core values is flexibility, guys. Yeah. So um, that's so, it, it but, is but also bot, one of the, the core problems yeah. with 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 the way that we are working. So yeah. um, we're gonna see it in action. That's all I yeah. can say. So. To that. So, I, so, but what the regardless of that, um, we are this, this concludes us for the night. Um, you know, at this point, we, 
for, for, for far as res- work on the resolutions yeah. for the night. I'd like to, yeah. to take a couple of hands because I see a couple of people who might be helpful. I'm going to turn it back to you, Deb. All right. Uh, so so I don't want to belabor this too much because I believe we need to mostly work offline, but I'm going to take a few hands. And it looks like John McCann has his hand up and Paul Edwards. I'd like to at least take both those. Go right ahead, John. All right, John, you can unmute. And Paul Edwards. Yeah. I'm going to be frank for a second. I didn't realize Mike wasn't here. Paul, I, am, I am unmuted if you want me to yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Paul. So I think, I think we are in an interesting place, um, to, to, to put it mildly. <laughs> um, in, in the first place, I would draw people's attention to our rules of order, uh, which essentially say that anything that goes forward from this meeting can't be debated. Um, so the first thing that we're going to have to do if we're going to change that is to amend our, our rules of order, which we can certainly do. But I think we need to recognize that that's the case. I also believe that since the amendment failed, um, there is, I believe, uh, an obligation to allow for appropriate debate on the motion itself. Okay. And, I, and I would suggest that, that, that what our rules say is that debate ought to happen tonight. Okay. The amendment yeah. did not fail, Paul. It passed. It was, it was uh, 117 in favor, yes. 80 opposed. Right. But Sorry. Then, okay. Then, 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 then I withdraw my last comment. Right. No um, so yeah, if it failed, that would be I knew exactly what you, you would. Do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 But since it passed. Looks okay. like I'm currently unmuted. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, John. OK. Yeah. I know with the best of intentions, this has turned into a cluster. But but here's the situation. Uh, here's the deal, as Biden would say. Paul makes a very good point. You have to allow time for amendment. You have to deal with the amendment. And I don't think we can have discussion on the amendment in the hybrid portion of the convention itself. But then you have to allocate time for discussion of whatever the resolution looks like in the face of the amendment versus non-amendment determination. I was initially thinking in very rigid terms about, well, we're limited to, you know, the fifth and the sixth. That's true. We can vote after the convention. Yeah. You can go to the third. So I think we can do this, but this highlights starkly the need to uh, even more. F- mm-hmm. Do we need we need more fine tuning on the uh, standing rules to be sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think I can add to any of that. Yeah, or should. <laughs> um, I'll call on Patty and Matt, and then we're not going to take too many unless we determine there's an action we can take here. But Patty. Okay, Um, I I have a question now that Paul made his statement. Am I correct that we cannot debate it after tonight? Per Um, our standing rules? Yes, would that be would that be the case? I I hadn't planned on anything after tonight. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think you're asking about did. debating on the amendment, Patty. Yeah, I think the debate on the amendment is is done, and it's going to go to the record vote now, and then yeah, yeah. And then like we're but saying, what do we do, what, what do, we do about the amendment or unamended resolution? Wait a minute. Hold on, guys. Wait a minute. The reason why I'm asking this is because we never debated the resolution. We have debated right. the amendment. So I, I'm wondering if if what Paul said, do um, are we going to need to amend the standing rules so that we can, after tonight, and we have a record vote, then debate the resolution? Um, Pat Sheehan, from you, since you were involved in the in the standing rules, can you help us a little bit with? And also, our parliamentarian, <clears throat> I think, because I, I really need to to figure out. And I, and if there's something we need to do tonight, I want to do it. I mean, I want to get it right, but mm -hmm. I don't want to belabor all this if there's something we can't get done. Dad, so, do you want Dan Spoon unmuted? Yes. Dan, go right ahead. Dan, help us out here. Help. Good, good evening, everyone. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful conversation. Uh, mm -hmm. ACB democracy at its best. Uh, and I know it's difficult. Uh, to me, I think we're perfectly fine. We have four, we have in place uh, four re uh, record vote slots that will right. take that place. fine. On uh, you know on Monday roll call votes on Monday Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday, so I think we proceed down the path with this resolution just like we in in in, in a somewhat normal order right. So there's no more debate on the um, on the Not amendment. On the amendment, but yeah, what okay. About let the let me get itself. let me let me get through my thought. Okay. So there's no more debate <laughs> on the on the am amendment. So it will be a record vote. Mm -hmm. On Monday, the individual vote will be right. on Sunday. The record yes. vote will be on Monday. What you all as the, the body have to decide and, and what I would recommend, you now have to make time for debate then on the original resolution. Or amended resolution if the amendment passes. Or amended. Right. The, whatever yes. the then approved resolution is now must be debated. Yes. So. This is where I think the uh, the you know convention group uh, the mm -hmm. the folks that are handling general session have to work on it. I mm -hmm. think there's some ways we could do it. We may have to you know start uh, start a little earlier to allow debate time, or we might have to go a little bit later. But we have mm -hmm. to have then through our normal standing rules the time to debate the actual resolution. Right. Exactly. And then once we have that debate, then we may have a sin again. Uh, we'll we'll ask for a we'll ask for a voice vote up up and down. We can do that just like we would normally do. Uh, it'll be uh, you know everybody's going to have to. I, I, it's going to get a little more complicated. And this is what you all will have to decide: is do you want everybody to vote? virtually when they do the voice vote are you going to do a combination of in the ballroom plus those on zoom you'll have to figure that out i'll let you all figure that that nuance out but you have to do the go ahead and do the voice vote and then you'll have to do the 
the, you know, the does it require a record vote with 25 votes? If it requires a record vote, whether it goes up or down, then that would go on the 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 record vote for the next day. You would have that and then and then and then you're done. So so I think that's I think that's it. it there's plenty of slots. But what you're going to have to allow time for. And I would start on Monday because you don't know how squirrely this will get. There could be another yeah, amendment. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I would definitely start on Monday uh, with with the first record vote. And then you have to plan for time. Uh, I believe um, I, I, I would do it somehow at the end of Monday or in there to right, to right, have right. debates either has because you then you've got yeah. to have another day for elections. Yeah. 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 But uh, th th has, you'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Doug Madam has Chair. withdrawn his amendment, but I don't know if his, was his amendment is his amendment. Um, was that that was was that technically on the floor since we had to go to Connie's amendment? But Doug is offering to withdraw his. If amendment. he's offering to withdraw it, it I, I technically I, it was, but uh, I, I, I I ruled it out of order because we wanted to take Connie's first. Right. right. But, but either he's way, willing to withdraw. That yeah. that's fine. So we still though have to debate the original. The, yeah, the original or amended resolution. Amend, yeah, yeah. With the, the amendment the, the amend, first. And amend, then, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. We, we have to we have to figure out a, a 20 minute de debate period. And then at that point in time, even if it goes to a record, a record vote, yeah, that record okay. vote will then be on Friday, mm -hmm. excuse me, on Wednesday and Thursday. We already have right, a slot right. for that. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried about the record vote. I'm worried about the whole process of it's, it's getting the roll how, how call you, and how, the and mm -hmm. debate time in. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you have now allow during general session yeah. for 20, which will probably be 50 minutes or an hour of debate yes. time? Where yes. do you fit that into the agenda? Yeah. yeah. Well, we sure. have to. Uh, I think, is that Jeff? Matt. Matt. Oh, it's Matt. Matt. Yes, Matt. No, I'm sorry. I'm not. Uh, just an inquiry if we are, if amendments to uh, resolutions such as here mm -hmm. are even able to be subject to a record vote for our standing rules yeah. and constitution. Any issue that's voted on by the convention yeah. and uh, that can be voted on is subject to, can, can be record voted. Yes. For the Constitution, if Article Three, Section C, I believe. John will correct me. Madam Chair. Yes, Jeff. So uh, I agree with Dan and what we ought to do, but I agree with Paul. We need to change the rules. We could do it simply tonight, I think, mm -hmm. by simply, and I'll make a motion if you want. Okay. I move to suspend the rules to allow after the record vote on the amendment to allow debate on the main resolution. Okay, uh, there is a motion no. on the floor to suspend the, the um, rules uh, to allow debate after the uh, on the floor after the record vote for the amendment. So then we will be is, debating. Gabe and I'll second that. And Gabe will second that, thank you. All right. So uh, now I, we I don't know. I don't know what that means. Could you please clarify, Jeff? And the rules right now, as Paul said, state uh, that after the re a record vote on an amended resolution, there is no more debate. Period. 
So there's no specifically in the uh, rules you can't have yes that, that 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 was that was put in last year because we had we, we couldn't keep, keep but it's going still down there. more and more cycles so it's, it's still, still there, there. I, so I, I, completely, I completely yeah. understand that yeah yeah so understand. he's saying yeah. we need yeah. to fix that so we can go ahead and and debate the um the actual amended resolution if if the body wishes to do that, right? If yes, they vote yes. not to right. amend the rules, that, right? Then, right. If they, then, yes, the then, whole correct. thing happens differently if we take the record vote on. Well, if they don't amend the rules, then we're in. Then we're in trouble. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're we're not in trouble. <laughs> okay. We just can't, we debate, can't debate it after yes. the record right. vote right. on the amendment. Oh, okay. Right. Of course. On the resolution. Yes. 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 Of course. So this is just a motion to suspend that rule so that. After yes. that first record vote is taken, we can come back and debate the resolution as it will look after yeah. that. Yeah. And Dan is right. Vote. You 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 folks can figure out the whole logistics of doing this as as uh -huh. soon as long as we amend this rule or yes. suspend the rule, I should say. Suspend the rule. And yes. if you and if you go the other way, then then we don't we don't have to figure it out because there is no more debate. It just goes straight to a record vote on the resolution. That's right. Right. Jeff, are you saying permanently or temporarily for now, for right now? I think he said just in regards to this resolution. It's it's regard in regard to this resolution. Yeah. Okay. Because it's the only one we have left. So it's why? It's the only one left. It can't happen yeah. on yeah. anything else. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Then I believe we need to um, open. For, we need a second. We have it. Um, we have a second. That was Gabe. Gabe. Oh, okay. And yeah, I, I believe it. a motion to suspend the rules is not debatable, but I'm willing to be corrected. It, it also requires a two-thirds majority. Yes, it will require correct. a two-thirds vote to pass. Yeah. Is it debatable for the parliamentarian? Um, I'm not. Uh, Denise is in here, but I'm not seeing her. I believe we had this question the other night. It's it's not debatable. I thought so too. I'm yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. Think so. Okay. All right. All right. Then we will. Okay. Then then we need to. Uh, we can take questions. So um, we will take if there is a question. Hi, Melanie. Let me find her. Hang on. There we go. Melanie, you may unmute. Okay, actually, an interesting an interesting comment from Michael Byington is that he had spoken before the amendment was introduced, so we only have 16 minutes left of the original debate. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> Goodness sakes. Oh, so this is going to pop minutes. my brain, I tell you guys. <laughs> okay, um, do, do we have... Melanie is unmuted. Okay. Okay. I need a, a clarification, please. So the, are you saying that the standing rules say that any item that is debated at the, at one, at one of these meetings cannot be uh, debated after a record vote on it? When yes. an amendment, yeah, no, that's correct. And we did that, Melanie, because we were worried we'd have so many potential votes. Yeah, I, that, yeah, I get the reason. Yeah. My, my, my difficulty here is that 
although we have debated the amendment, we have not debated the resolution. That's why we need to suspend the rules. Yeah, that's my motion. Why do we have to suspend the rule if the rule is that if an item can't be re-debated, we haven't done it a has, first debate. Yeah, but it can't, nothing, yeah, itself. yeah. There's no debate period allowed after a, a record vote on an amendment of a resolution. There is no debate allowed subsequent to that. On the whole resolution? That's correct. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we're needing to do this. This is really strange. Mm-hmm. But yes. It was put in last okay. year when we were Thank very you. limited in, in the votes that were allowed. Yeah. Okay. okay. I Chris Gray has back. a point of order. Can we call on Chris? Um, yes. I, I, I did unmute him. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chris. I'm I'm unmuted from here. You're and, good. Uh, okay, good. So uh, I am not necessarily prepared to totally push this point tonight, but suspending the rules, I have been told by two parliamentarians, is simply not allowable. Now, maybe because this is about a standing rule and maybe because it's about an amendment, it's okay. And it certainly is not going to do any harm to anybody for this to happen. But typically, I totally oppose suspending the rules for any reason. They're, they're adopted. They are the rules. Now, as I said, I'm not necessarily going to push this tonight, but we need to research it and and not follow the situation it seems to me that given that that this is an amendment we're probably okay to suspend and move forward because moving forward takes precedence in this case but overall not suspending a rule yeah we're we're being really specific that we'd be suspending it to, to, because of this specific resolution so there's no it's a it it would yeah. be item specific and i agree that that's probably the only way we could do it yeah it's a slippery slope hi uh, hey, yeah yeah there's denise Deb, i'm sorry i was i had to i had to, had to have a break i'm sorry <laughs> okay <laughs> i just got it's back yeah uh, right. speaking about suspending the rules it's you may suspend rules and it takes a two-thirds vote it's suspending your bylaws that you do not do yeah Mm. Um, i accept that clarification thank you yeah that helps thank you so much yes it does it helps me a lot yeah i feel better (laughs) okay if chris feels better i feel better all right um so where are we? Are we're taking care of a few questions. Dan Dan Newt asks if <clears throat> someone would read the actual rule that is under discussion to be suspended. Do we know what actual rule it is? I don't have them up. In, in the standard okay. I don't either. Sorry. What what out of, the, out of the standing rules? Yes. Oh, the convention standing rules? You the convention standing the, rules. Yeah. The, the only thing, Ms. Madam President, the only thing I see here that's close to it is the very last rule. It's eight, it's eight B or nine B. Let me make sure I'm you know where I'm Okay. Okay, it's seven B. I'm sorry. So uh, it says it says let me read both parts because I think it'll 
give good context. So 7A says, and I'm doing it listening to JAWS and then repeating it back. So I don't have my Braille device hooked up. So once a voice vote has been taken on a resolution or amendment thereto, in accordance with Section C, Article 3 of the American Council of the Blind and the Constitution, and the chair has announced the results of that vote, the chair shall ask whether anyone in the minority objects to that vote, except that if less than 25 members voted in the minority, the chair may determine that no record vote is required. At least 25. If at least 25 voting in the minority using the raised hand feature of the Zoom uh, internet meeting client program object to the result, then a record vote on a res the resolution shall be required. And, and after debate has ceased on a resolution and a record vote is required, let me get the, and a subsequent, let me reread that because I want to get the wording correct. If after, after debate, after debate has ceased on a resolution and it is subsequently determined that a, that a record vote is required, no further amendments may be proposed. That speaks to resolutions. There's nothing yeah, in here speaking to amendments okay. to resolutions. I, I so I don't think motion, we need to then. suspend the rules. Okay. I think we can take the record vote, and then I think we can, depending on you know, however that turns out, then we can right. go back to debating the amended motion or the, yeah, the amended resolution. I, I'm sorry. Because I think the intent is that we couldn't, you can't debate any mm -hmm. the, what we did tonight. I mean, that's done. Well, and the but, other thing... Yeah. Well, and the reason this was put in there is so if a resolution goes to a record vote, what we didn't want was, uh, you know, continuing debate. We basically wanted to make it clear right. that once it so, goes to a record vote. So there's no additional debate on Connie's amendment because that that amendment has been determined and, and to, up to the point of the record vote. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the outcome of the record vote hasn't, of course, but so, I mean the, the 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 determination of the voice vote or hand vote. Yep. So Dan, made. so Dan is correct. We would need to take the record vote on the amendment, see how yes. that goes, and then and then make time for debate on the resolution, however the however it turns out. However it looks. So I think. Um, yeah, I think we would have to, to make time for the debate regardless of how the amendment turns out, wouldn't yes, we? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. Is it's Whether not it's the original we, or the amended Yes, 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 yes. Either way, we have to do after it. that record vote. Oh, there goes my beautiful agenda. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Flexibility, Deb. Flexibility. <laughs> we will be meeting at the convention. We'll, we'll be going 24 hours a day. By the way, you lost your breaks several days ago. So <laughs> <laughs> my state, Denise will tell you, Denise Colley will tell you that our state has not had breaks at convention it's, for years. They <laughs> haven't. No, they haven't. So we, okay. we know how this works. Get a break. <laughs> I, all right. So we need to. Um, we, we need Madam to, Chair. 
Yes. May I suggest that maybe you convene a, a special meeting of the voting task force yes, to help yes. put a Figure this approach out. Yeah. in place? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, yes. Yeah. So do we have something we have to vote on or not? I no, I, I no. withdrew my motion. No. That's right. You withdrew, withdrew your motion. Okay. Yeah. My God. Oh, geez. All right. <laughs> Thank you all. It's, I appreciate it. Okay. Um, all right. So I believe that we have no further business um so um i'm going to um uh, put us in recess right i I know i know yeah no i hadn't lost the words i was just (laughs) thinking about no yeah i haven't lost the words what i was thinking about was is there anything that i really need to do inventory you know quick mental i think we're good i'm we are going to go in in re into recess and we will be, um, uh, of course, convening in, uh, in Schaumburg, and we will be having and we'll be providing more information about all of the details of this. But you can okay. expect a record vote on, on you will be voting on Sunday and, and you probably were going to be anyway if we had any contested elections. So that that's pretty much been assumed on the second. And so um, if something's contested, so you will be voting for okay. those and this. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Then we are in recess. And thank you all very much for a really interesting and productive evening. Okay. Thank you, Deb. Mm-hmm.